enjoy the show. This is Corner Pub Sports. Hey, this is Brett Myers, and listen to Corner Pub Sports. Everybody, we are here live in the relief room. What? Yeah. We are in the relief room. Yeah. This is awesome. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, this is so cool. So, uh, Corner Puff Sp- Sports Crew is here with Matt Edwards. Matt is off camera here. I'll, I'll, I'll get you on later. I got him. I'll get you on. I'm okay. not worried about it. Yeah, we're on with Matt Edwards uh, in the relief room. In the Pennsylvania area, I'm not going to tell you where, but his address is now. And uh, <laughs> this is this is amazing, dude. So behind me, like literally two feet behind me, is the actual relief room. It is. It, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it because it's a shrine. So oh, for, a shrine. for all our listeners and and people everywhere out there in uh, Facebook and whatever world, if you got a, yeah. if you need a relief. This is the room you want to make a relief. It's I not I'm, quite this room, but you know you get the point. It's right yeah. next door. <laughs> I'm honored that I got to relieve myself it's in the relief true. room. It's true. I think like, we all number have one or number point. two. Just one. Oh yeah, yeah it's lame. Well, it's still early. I'm hoping I got to go while the show's yeah. going on. Honestly. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bring the dog in. I mean, that's why we have a fan in there, guys, so that we don't have to worry Absolutely. about the noise out here. Who don't want to leave a ring around that toilet? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of it, man. We need rings in there. There's a championship wall in there for That's rings. That's true. We you almost know. had one. I know. Yeah. We were close. We're going back. We were close. That's not the kind oh, of I was, I'm I was already about. looking at spots. Like, where's Sir Anthony going? Yeah. Where's Alvarado oh, going? Oh, man. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a Vinny Natoli right up here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, not to be, so maybe this year we'll see how uh, that's that goes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so tonight on the show we have we have a, uh, a couple guests calling in. So we we got on tap, Matt. Because I'm gonna let you introduce it, man. Because this is you're doing tonight. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it's pretty cool to have the fellas here at the relief room. Uh, we talked to a number of folks, reached out to a number of folks, inductees to see if uh, see if they could join us and share some stories and some some laughs. And so leading off, we're gonna have. Terry Adams, who came to us as a starter and did okay, but then transitioned to the bullpen and was money. And everybody wants to start, but once he got to the pen, he got enshrined for <laughs> That's right. That's all that matters. That's, that's all that matters. enshrined, right? So that's, that's guest number one. Guest number two is from the late 80s, early 90s. This guy played 147 games in his major league career, all with the Phillies. You know how many games he started? None. Zero. Yeah. Zero. But that don't make him a douchebag. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no him Wally Ritchie. Start, you know. and <laughs> that makes him Wally Ritchie. <laughs> 147 games, no starts. That's a man after my own heart. Yes. Uh, he agreed to call in, which is awesome. So I can't wait to talk to him. And then our last guest is going to be uh, everybody's favorite friend. The one, the only. Scotty Air. There he is. 
is yeah. uh, awesome. Scott's Off the man. Uh, enough said. I mean, he he's the first and so far only reliever to visit the relief room. Only so relief? far, of so course. far, it's, it's, so far, of course. Um, We're hoping that changes, and and that's going to change, of course. I mean, once he once he kind of opened the floodgates, it's right. it's now just a matter of time. So. Uh, Speaking of one and only, did, did hold he on. take a dump at your house? Uh, that's, I'm a gentleman. We'll talk about this guy. Oh no, he's being asked. <laughs> Absolutely, he's being asked. Well, he'll be asked. But you got so, a toilet seat with a signature on it. That's, that's, that's decoration. There's been no cheeks on that I seat. Have, I, have, I, should, I actually have live audio of when he came here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this is live audio we have of Scotty Air. And hold on, hold on. And then to finish. Oh, it stinks. There it is. I mean, there it is. is where you go oh, to relieve yourself. I thought that yourself. was the, the douche I mean, drop. No, we didn't pot, have that one. Potty jokes are part of the uh, part of the allure here, guys. I mean, that's the way it goes. It's a double so, wide surprise. You have to be the only one that has a reliever light switch. I mean, that is a Steve Bedrosian. I mean, look at those stirrups. That stirrup game is strong. Uh, I have several uh, plates for my light switch. I mean, I kind of vary it here and there. Uh, so, inter- I mean, you know, the, the, the archives right of the relief room dig deep. Too, which I yes. love. Dig deep. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – I, I, I mean, how many people would want that? I mean, me. Yes. You yes. Know. Yes. But I, that and his family. The, right? the, yeah. the, the relief room R&D department has a long reach. I get lots of crazy cool things. Yeah. Uh, like right behind you, like we talked about earlier. I mean, Toby Borland's cleats are right up at the top of that locker up there. That's awesome. And, uh, my favorite. You know, and he's I got – He's the best, dude. He's his mustache, favorite. like his, his, his baseball cards, they never missed. Every one was the funniest card I've ever seen. That's like, awesome. the mustache, who's, the look. Who's the, the starting? Who, who's this right here? That's Robin Roberts. Oh, that's um, Robin Roberts. That's so cool. he, he did. Uh, he, he was right he was right primarily right. a starter, but I knew him. Uh, he worked. He owned a golf course that I used to work at as a teenager. Yes, sir. Limekiln Golf Course. I that course and many so times. he was as kind as could be. He w- Kurt Simmons was the guy on the course. Robin lived in Florida, but when he would come up only a couple times a year, I'm a teenager. And every time he'd be like, hey, Matt, how's everything? How's your family? Like, he remembered he was just that kind of courteous person, and he was just the most genuine guy. That's a great story. Even though he was a starter, he did relieve a little bit because everybody did back in those days. He gets he gets carte blanche uh, for that. The uh, the other thing there is the Mike Williams game used uh, batting gloves, of course. Uh, Mike Williams, who has one of the greatest baseball cards of all time, I'm going to point it out when we're in there because it just looks like he, awesome. he 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 had the the photo taken at like the Owen Mills photo thing. Like he's he's like this. Like, oh, like, that's like, awesome! In like his terrible late ninety or like, oh, late eighties, no. early nineties, button down. Like it's just the greatest. That's well, awesome. He he tried two bond attempts against Fernando Valenzuela when Fernando was with Ooh, the, uh, the yeah that's, the that's Padres. Well. But I got his gloves. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. cool. So, so yeah. what, talk about the coffee cup. The coffee cup is a guy named Erskine Thomason. He literally had a cup of coffee in the major leagues. <laughs> he played in one game. He <laughs> played awesome. in one inning. And so my beautiful friend Michael Carroll made me that mug, and it literally on the back side of it says "cup of coffee." Uh, and you Erskine have a Thomason. coffee cup of a guy of the reliever that had a cup of coffee. That's right. With the, that is. That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. Here's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty here's, sweet. Here's a guy. Here's got, a guy. I got some crazy stuff, and and like the the Borland cleats, it was great when when I when I got those, it was awesome. It's when it's when Tyler Kepner was over here from the New York Times. I'm name dropping like mad, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Absolutely. And it was great. He and I opened them together. And I didn't know what they were until you flip the tongue back. And there it says Borland 42 on it. That's right? awesome. And it was great because we were right in here in my kitchen. And, and Tyler just went, <gasps> like, gasped and took no a way. step back. Like, it was like he was opening the grill. You know? And it was just the coolest thing. to wow. One, to be able to share it with him because he's a huge Phillies fan. Yeah. I mean, he grew up around here. That's, Ty- that's our connection. Yeah, Tyler, like went to, uh, Tyler went to Germantown. That's Academy. exactly right. Yep. And, and we're roughly the same age. And, and it's... You know, it, it was very cool to be able to share something like that, that. That's cool. That is that cool with somebody like that at that level. Nice. It's pretty sweet. Nice. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, nice. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, d- dude. So, like, I don't know. Should we do it now? Should I we mean, do the tour now? I mean, I think so. Let's why, do the tour now. So let's do the tour why? now. Oh, so no. you can actually stay on here if you want. Oh, you can, okay. And then Ryan will go in here with the phone, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh there's Mitchy Poo just sitting right front and center. Dude, and you know what it yeah. says on that? You know how we had him sign that? Throwing gas in the relief room, or bringing that, bringing the gas oh, in the relief room. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome! I mean, awesome. come on. I got one of Greg Harris. If you remember Greg Harris, yeah, ambidextrous yeah, yeah. through both hands. Yeah. There's a there's a card in there of him that says using both hands in the relief room. Wow, I mean, how, that's awesome. How good is that, right? And it just tells you how good their sense of humor is. Yeah, exactly. That they're, they they get it. Like it's it's potty jokes, you know. Yeah. And and that they get that because like I've walked up to to any number of guys and been like, hey man, I'm a huge fan. I've got an eight by ten of you hanging in my bathroom. And they're just like, huh? And then I explain it, and it's just such a unique, different approach that yeah. they're they're just like, well, that's pretty cool, you know. And that's yeah. that's the fun part of it is sharing it, is, is honoring these guys, but then sharing it with other super fans. Like it's just like being at the ball game and and hugging your a, a stranger that's next yeah. to you because Reese hits a bomb or whatever happens. Right, yeah. right. Like, it's just that communal aspect of it that this has brought this together. Like, how cool is this? Well, that was the thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm sitting. You might have to just go over. Okay. So that's the thing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in there. I'm taking a whiz, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, he's taking a whiz. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about this guy. I forgot about that guy. I forgot about this. Like, it's so cool, man. So we're, we're, we're having a little bit of a. So for the live viewers, we're gonna try to do a, uh, a tour. Maybe we'll have to do it a little bit later. We're, we're trying to get it going. So what we'll do is we'll show you visually of what's going on in there. Or do we have some technical difficulty? Yeah, and we'll have we'll have Matt kind of narrate what, what's on the walls and stuff. But um, again, like like we were saying at the begin, right at the beginning of the show here, uh, we have uh, Terry Adams calling pretty much any minute now. As long as any Philadelphia subway walls. Yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna write you. He's gonna text you. Yeah, that's dangerous. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna have Terry Adams. Uh, okay, that's okay. It's all good. Uh, calling in in a few minutes. Is it uh, Wi-Fi related? It's gonna be awesome, man. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, but here we are, man. Like this is Saint. First of all, St. Patrick's Day, right? We yeah, had March Madness Day. We've been drinking for I don't know. Mike and I've been drinking for six hours. Every GoPro. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Uh, a couple car bombs, perhaps. You know. Oh. Kind of going at it with, with some car bombs. Yeah. How was that, Gar? By the way. Uh, how did that go out for you? I, I, I'll tell you what, man. I, I said to myself, let me do a car bomb, catch up with these guys. I do the car bomb. Ten minutes later, I'm like. Maybe I should have done Yeah, it that. didn't work out too well for you, did it? But I'm still here. I'm, st- I'm still awake. Yeah, you are still I'm awake. Still awake. I'm That's impressed. true. There is a beanbag that has Gary's name written all if over I, it. If yeah. I sit on it's that. It's a pretty big, it's, pretty big it's beanbag. It's over. Yeah, it's pretty it's great. It is awesome. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, you handle like a champ, though, man. You, you did all right. You did all right. Are you good now? Oh. All right, here we go. So uh, it, it helps when you got a pig bartender. All right, so Ryan, Ryan's got it going. All right, so. Let's do a virtual tour, right? So, Matt, if you want to 
jump on here. Yeah. Uh, actually, what we'll do is we'll do this. We'll full screen this so you can see what what Ryan's going to show us go. here. Head on in. So Ryan's going to head into head the relief relief head room. Head on in. Welcome to Valhalla. There it is. There's a relief room. Don't say that when you're grabbing your cheeks. Uh, did it freeze on us again? Oh, there, there we go. go. There, there we go. go. All right. I mean, you get some of the... Uh, I mean, some of the originals right there, Teak and Al Holland. I mean, look at that face. I mean, that this looks like he smelled a fart. You know, I mean, and there's the championship wall right behind the head. Um, that's you know, only if you're a champion do you get on that wall. That's right. Um, so there's room to grow because I'm a, uh, I'm an, I'm a terrible optimist, um, uh, meaning terribly optimistic. I know that we're going to fill that wall in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's very cool. And you froze up on the corner there. Oh, there we go. And we're moving a little bit. Uh, and that's how it started. It was with Brad Lidge and, and Tug McGraw. My dad actually cut those photos out of the newspaper for crying so out loud. So Brad Lidge was the first one, right? The first one. Yeah. That's what started it. Yep, that celebration of the 08 World Series. That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, and then I just, I mean, I got Ron Reed on a soda can. I got Sparky Lyle on a bar of soap. I mean, I got Lowell Palmer on a bouncy ball. I seen ball. the bar of the, soap. Yeah. I was like, oh, can't use that. No, <laughs> no. He yeah. said Lowell Palmer. That's right. Wow. Yeah, look up Lowell Palmer. That guy's the man. That's awesome. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy things about him. I mean, he was involved in a trade with one of the famous Yankee uh, wife swappers, if you remember that story from the 70s. No, no. Uh, we'll get into that on another uh, another episode. Um, but <laughs> Sean, that's an interesting story, uh, but it goes back. Oh, okay. All right. That, dude, that's so cool. Look, check, just check out the room as Matt's going to take the call here. Um, so, yeah, just check it out, dude. Like, look at these walls. They're covered in pictures. That's amazing. So, go, go to the. So, here's Mitchie Poo, right? You're going right by Mitchie Poo there. There's Mitchie Poo. Um, dude, he's got old timers. So, Matt, or I'm, I'm, uh, Ryan, turn around for a second. He's got I'm going to close this door. I'm going to close this door and go on along that wall. These are the old timers. Like, these are the original old timers right there. On, on that on that door. Drunk driving. How cool is that, man? All right. So, we have on us... On the air with us, we have former Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher, Terry Adams. Terry, how are you, man? I'm good, guys. How are y'all doing? Nice. We're good. Hey. Y'all enjoying, enjoying St. Patrick's Day? We just a tad. <laughs> Maybe just a little too much. Well, there's never a little too much. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, now, Terry, this is this is Matt. This is the the relief room guy, right? Right. You and I were uh, were 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 buddies on Twitter, and you know you were, you know, we were chatting a little bit, and you you sent me a, my, you sent my son a, a video for his birthday. Like it got canceled by COVID, and you sent a happy birthday video. Like you were badass. I felt like we had like a good bromance going, and then you disappeared from Twitter. <laughs> you you, <laughs> well, broke, you I, broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I'm on Twitter, but I just got a separate account. It started over, so uh, a lot of people that I followed or unfollowed or whatever wasn't intentional. It's just uh, just started over, so to say. Uh, okay. but, I'm, but I'm still I'm still around. Oh, okay, good. Because I, I I thought I was ghosted. I thought I did something wrong. You know? I was, no, I, no, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, nothing intentional. I mean, maybe you could. Uh, Give me a maybe a bigger picture. I don't know. Like I mean, you got a small picture in the bathroom. I mean, like I mean, I think I deserve something a little bit bigger. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 I get that. I understand that. Well, he's you know, say, he's you, saying bigger is better. You you did send me that card. I do appreciate that. Well, then I'll, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find an eight by ten of you, and I'm gonna get that up in there. That's uh, I'll, I'll that's make prime that, real I'll, estate. That's prime real estate because the eight by tens are the those are the friends. Like those are the those are the big guys. There's, there's you know? yeah. I think I, I think I deserve some beachfront property. <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 plenty of room on the ceiling right there. I see it right there. I can see there's, it. There's there's tons. Hey, and you know so what Philly do you want to look at as you're taking a dump? Well, any of them, all of them, <laughs> all right? of them, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's part of it too. Is is just there's it's an ever growing thing. So I am always moving things around. So I will find the perfect spot. I, for that I, I want to look. Yeah. At, I want to look at guys throwing heat as I'm dumping heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so Terry, when you as and long I, as were, it ain't loose and moist. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going in the right spot. We, we you were uh, when you and I chatted before you had said that you were buddies with Turk Wendell and he's a right. he's a big fan we're a big fan of his around here as well but we only saw him from the you know from the TV as far as you know spiking the rosin bag and wearing the animal teeth on his around his neck like what can you share about him about how what about his relationship cuz you play with him on the Cubs and the Phils like what uh, yeah. what was that like yeah I've known uh yeah I've known Turk uh I've known Turk since my rookie year in Chicago um he had been there a couple of years in the big leagues my first year, and uh, we became close. Uh, we used to he used to invite me over um, to his apartment. We'd have dinner, and he'd hang out, you know, and stuff. Kind of, kind of taking care of me my first year, showing me the ropes. Um, and then we, and then we ended up uh, becoming hunting buddies and stuff like that. Um, I've talked to him pretty much. He's pretty much the only guy I talk to on a regular basis. Um, I follow his kids. Nice. Um, um, I know his daughter um, has uh, done well for herself and become police officer. And um, his son actually got drafted. Uh, I'm not sure if he's with the Diamondbacks, maybe, but he's like six five, about two twenty. Damn. Um, good, good ball, good pitcher. Um, and uh, so Turk will share some pictures and things of what they're doing in the off season and stuff like That's that. Awesome. So, um, but he's doing very well. He's moved to Iowa, um, and uh, you know, still like into hunting and farming and stuff like that. Nice. Um, still close. I think he's more close to the Mets organization, uh, doing things with them. That makes sense. As far as like alumni stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, he's probably like I said, he's probably one of the closer people I keep in touch with. But he's doing very good, and I mean, he's just a solid guy. Um, Nice. Just takes takes care of everybody. He's just a he's a first class person. That's so cool. That is cool. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Because we only get one image of him, you know, chewing licorice and brushing his teeth, and like we that's all the well, images yeah, we get. Yeah, you, know, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people see what's on TV and they think that's what the person is. They right. don't get to see the locker the locker room stuff or the off the field stuff or uh, even just even out of uniform where you're not even playing the game. You right. know, everybody's you know got their own little personalities and stuff but he's not really like you know throwing the rosin bag crazy type person he's really just laid back you know you know give you the give you the shirt off his back to help you if you're in trouble you know type person that's awesome yeah we've been we've been doing this show for eight years now we've we've had the opportunity to talk to uh quite a few people that have played for the phillies and and other organizations other sports teams and we've gotten to know a few of these athletes and we found out a lot about them. That it's not what you see on TV. It's there's a lot more to these guys, and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. So we we've been blessed to be able to do this for as long as we have, and 
uh, we and we appreciate guys like you calling in and, and being a part of it and and sharing these stories like this, man. So you know, thank you for that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's super cool. And speaking of like other teams and sharing stories, like Terry, you were on the the Cubs. You mentioned being on the Cubs with Turk and all. You were on the Cubs in '98 when Sosa and McGuire oh, lit the world on oh, fire. Yeah. How about like, that? Yeah. How was that? Like, was that? I mean, it was surreal for everybody watching it. Like to be there front row. Like, how was that? Well, that was uh, that was uh, I guess an um an odd uh, or a, a unique unique thing because um it you know we just really didn't know it was going to happen that way but we were in the same division so it just so happened that we played a lot so yeah. when we would travel to St. Louis I mean we actually had to our hotel was basically like 200 yards across the street but we had to take a bus oh geez from the hotel to across the street because there were so many fans like in the rows trying to get to the players that, sure. you know, we had to get there, but it was my first experience, um, kind of being, I guess, if you want to call it like a celebrity status type person, yeah, like, yeah. um, because people were just paying thousands of dollars for tickets just to come see if, if they may hit a home run, right. you know, like, you know, wow. most people, right. most people don't, most people don't want to sit in stands or in the bleachers, they want to sit behind home plate, but people were paying thousands of dollars just to sit like out there like behind left, left field or right yeah. field just to catch a ball, catch a ball, maybe, you know. That's awesome. Um, but, you know, no matter what people, you know, no matter what people accuse them of, I mean, they, they really, after the strike, you know, they really put baseball back. Like, sure. Absolutely. What a wild, wild time for baseball. Yeah. That was. Yep. I mean, I was grouchy about baseball. I was turned off, and that brought me yeah. right oh, back oh, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. After you lost the World Series in 95? The Phillies? Yeah. 93. 93. Um, after you lost that. Some like, Phillies <laughs> fan this guy is. Who, who are you bringing to my house here, Sean? <laughs> Jesus. How could you not stay up until 10 or 11 o'clock at, at night, you know, trying to see if maybe they might hit a home run? You know? yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. So cool. You were waiting for that last at-bat, too, like no matter yeah. what. That's, that's awesome, man. Right, right. That's awesome. Now, now, what about when you came to Philly? You had a decent year with the Dodgers beforehand and came here as a starter. And it was, you know, okay, you did all right. But then when they moved to the pen, you were dynamite. Like, And I know nobody wants to move to the pen, but, I mean, you were you were a star that, that second year with the, with the Phils. Like, what was that transition yeah. like? Like, is that – what's that like going from that? What the mentality change of it? Well, I only, you know, I came to the Dodgers as a setup man for Jeff Shaw. So I, I really, you know, wow. didn't come to, I didn't, I really didn't go to, to LA to be a starter. I was really just asked, Jim Tracy said, Hey, I mean, we're going to start you because we have nobody else. And I was like, okay, you know, I did in the minor leagues for a short period of time. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, Darren Dreifer got hurt. Andy Ashby got hurt. You know, a couple of guys got hurt. So they had nobody else. So I was like, well, I'll do it. And I had some success. Um, I really I went to Philadelphia as a starter, but my whole career, my success was as as a reliever, as a closer, setup man type person. So I went to Philadelphia. I didn't really have a lot of success. I mean, I didn't give them the innings and, and stuff they needed. And you know, they had Brett Myers coming up in the wings, and yeah, oh, and uh, Larry, Larry, you know, Larry Bow is like, you know, do you think you would mind stepping back into the, you know you know, set up man role. And I was like, I mean, that's fine or whatever. I know y'all got somebody else. That's fine. But, you know, um, I've always been more comfortable uh, 
coming in relief role and giving it all my best and, and uh, that that, that's just up. what I did. That's what I was the guy for. Nice. I mean, I've never I've never been a successful starter. I mean, I was I was in high school obviously, but sure. I didn't I didn't do that well in minor leagues either as a starter. I I, I made my money being a closer or a reliever, so um, it wasn't really a slap in my face, so to say. I was glad to do it. You know, Brett obviously had a successful career after me, so yeah. It's it's, uh, it's not a big deal. I mean, and, and nice. really, the, nice. the the biggest thing out of that is, I mean, you never would have been enshrined in the greatest bathroom uh, <laughs> shrine in the world, you know. That's 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 right. That's right. Well, that's interesting, Terry, because like we, you know, we've had we've had Brett on several times. We've uh, established a little bit of a relationship with Brett. Actually, he's one of the players I was talking about a few minutes ago. Um, so you know, and and Brett has told us numerous times, like I. I don't care where you put me. I just wanted the ball in my hands. You know, right. I, I didn't care what's – you want me to close this setup guy or long yeah. reliever or whatever, starter. I don't I, care. I just want to – The recording, I don't care. Give me the effing ball. Yeah, yeah. give me the effing ball. Yeah, and just the competitive so, nature. Is, so is that kind of the approach that, like, you you know, you kind of took? Like, you know, like you, you don't know, like, where you're going to be pitching that night. You know, were you just like – Yeah, whatever, well, whatever, the, you know, the, the bo- bottom line is, I mean, you're getting – you know, you're getting paid to – to play your major league ball player. So, I mean, as long as you're up there making money and, and getting the ball and pitching a big league ball game, I didn't, I didn't care where I was, right. you know, as far as that. I mean, uh, nowadays, I mean, the eighth inning and ninth inning are the most important, you know, innings in baseball, you know, because it's so, you know, guys don't go complete games anymore. There's no more Randy Johnson's, Greg Maddox, Smoltz. There's no more of those guys. Right. You know, they're going to throw – they're going to throw their six innings, seven innings, and they're going to bolt, you know. So you got to have those eight, seven. Even eight. less in the playoffs, crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. So what are, what are you doing now? You you're just chasing kids around? Like, what's the, what's, yeah, the, what's I mean, the life I'm, like? Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm pitching coach here at the junior varsity at a, at a high school here, and uh, my son plays travel ball, so I do a little bit of that. And uh, so I'm still all in baseball, travel, doing kids, and. Uh, so um, that's still that's still kind of my life, you know. Baseball is still kind of what I do. That's so. that's awesome. Now, now, how far are they traveling? They come into the Philly area, so you can come visit them. No, we're, no, we're not, we don't travel that far. We uh, we're more we're uh, we're Mississippi, Florida, Alabama right now, so we don't we don't come that far. Man, I don't I don't have a mobile unit yet for the relief room. So <laughs> yeah, you might have to work on that. <laughs> so no, so no arrows and deers or. Yeah, I haven't been to Philadelphia in a while. Uh, I go to Chicago about once a year, but I haven't been to Philly, and uh, I want my—I want to make a trip up there. Um, I haven't even been back to Boston in a while, but uh, oh man, let's you, you, so, can, you, can, uh, you can hit them both in a in a, in a long yeah, weekend. Yeah, you know? I, I would love to—I would love to do an East Coast trip and, and stop by. It's just been a while since I've uh, been able to get away, so to say. Nice. That's great. Yeah, we need we need to get you back for like an alumni weekend or something. We can have a whole re- a whole relief yeah. room uh, party at, at, at my at my pool. That'd you know, awesome. yeah, get that, all the all the awesome. fellas. <laughs> it's like a petri dish, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. I mean, and beer. I mean, I got I got over three. <laughs> I got over 300 guys hanging in this tiny little bathroom, you know. And some of them are dead, but the rest of them are welcome. Yeah, are going to need some relief after that. That was a revival. Oh, right. oh, man. Sausage and beer. Oh, man, that's the best. What age group is your son playing? Uh, he's uh, he's eight. He'd nice. Be, uh, he's an eight youth, so. Oh, cool. Nice. Ah, oh, that's cool. So, was this something, like, just out of curiosity, Terry, because, like, my kid's uh, going to turn seven in May. 
and uh, he really doesn't have much interest in baseball. We tried getting him in it last year. All he wanted to do was run. So, like, you know, was this something that just – Like Forrest. Was this something – like, I, I don't want to put any pressure on you for answering this question, but, like, did you kind of pressure him into say, hey, you know, your dad was a baseball player. I think you should like this. Or like, did he just kind of take liking to it and just kind of did it? No, he's uh, he's always done on his own. He's uh, he just loves it. He loves uh, but it's it's just not it's just not baseball though. He loves football, basketball, soccer, anything wow. that involves. Oh, that's he awful. loves. That's I've awful. never had to. I've never had to convince him to do anything. So, um, he does, he does, he knows about me, but he just does his own thing. So. Nice. That's cool. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. cool. Now, are you like a memorabilia guy? Do you have like a room with stuff hanging from the from the career, or or is that just like I, stuff stowed away? Um, I uh, I have a lot of uh, baseballs. Um, I, obviously, I have a lot of stuff from my uh, 2004 World Series with Red Sox, uh, totally. you know, thing. Um, but I, I do have a ton of baseballs that I that was kind of my thing. I got a bunch of autographed baseballs. Nice. Um, I've kept most of my jerseys and stuff like that. Um, I was a big Dan, Dan Marino fan, so I've got like uh, jerseys and helmets and pictures and things of him, you know. Nice and little little stuff. Um, so yeah, I've, I've collected some things over the years. Um, personally, I guess whatever that you know during that era, I've kind of I've kind of fallen away from it lately. Yeah. Um, you know, we got into the baseball. But it was hard to find some good ones. But uh, I mean, you must have. I mean, I know when you were with the Cubs, you were teammates with uh, another former uh, Philly pitcher, Amari Telemaco. I'm sure you have a baseball signed of him, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I asked him for his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I do a lot of research on guys when I when I when I put them in here, and I read that that guy yeah. he worshipped the devil as a kid and like drank goat's blood because that's what his family what? was into. What? Like what? now, he, now he's what? like a Christian and, pastor. And, and, and now he's a pastor. Right. Guy. I mean, that's kind no of, that's kind of oxy, that's crazy. oxymoron, isn't it? Right? How about that? But yeah. I knew he uh I knew he had snake oil in the clubhouse. He had snake oil in the clubhouse? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was all into like voodoo stuff and everything. There's a great article Tomago? I read about that. Amari Telemaco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the one who's yeah, so on. far away yeah, when man. I feel the snake bite enter my vein. Wow, how about I, that? I didn't know this was a singing podcast. <laughs> yeah, now he's got some kind of now he's got some kind of religious like thing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he's full in. Or or Robert or Roberts or something like that. Uh, exactly. Yeah, he's like evangelical. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, speaking of speaking of Oral Roberts, they're on uh, the uh, NCAA tournament last last night. Yeah, they lost my wife's dude. like, my wife's like, what are they like a dentistry college or like Oral Roberts? Yeah, who's Oral Roberts? Yeah, how do I get to meet them? <laughs> <laughs> it's either I don't know, 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 like, know, know Alabama's going to run that thing anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. you like Alabama? Okay, yeah, of course it could, I do. It could be. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. Be Arizona. No, Clearly, <laughs> I like yeah, I like that. I like that, Terry. Yeah, Al, Alabama definitely number uh, one overall. Yeah, they have a, yeah, they were a great team all 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 the season, so they definitely have a good shot. So, uh, yeah, I like that pick. SEC like pick. was good in in the NBA, just like football. Yeah, yeah, right. All of a sudden, right? Alabama's basketball team's good. Yeah, right. So, yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah. So, so Terry, the, the you, you know, with your son playing, do you ever reach out to any like your old old teammates or anything, asking for tips or anything? Because you know, dad can't coach the kid. You know, it's always a tough thing. Is there anybody that you reach out to? Like, do you ask Turk about that? No, I don't. Nah. I, uh, I just go. I just go on my own experience. I mean, um, 
I've done it enough to where I think I can kind of give him the information he needs. Uh, but you're right, though, it's tough to coach your own kids. But yeah, um, I try not to, to uh, overwhelm with stuff. But uh, he, uh, like I said, he does a lot on his own. He's a he's a he loves it so. That's cool, man. That's awesome. I love it. I mean, a couple of us coach coach our kids, and it's a uh, it is very rewarding. I I have a blast with it. We're playing a tournament tomorrow. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, we got Sometimes. one. Yeah. Or you want to just yeah. slap them? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's that, that's a given. Just catch this fucking ball, yeah. please. <laughs> like, how many times do I got to tell you? Run. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> well, Terry, we um. We really appreciate the fact that you're a part of this uh, podcast tonight. I know it, a lot, it meant a lot to all of us, and especially for Matt, uh, you know, especially because you're inducted into the Relief Room Hall of Fame. That's exactly shall, right. That's how we say. So uh, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time out and, and calling us tonight, man. Uh, so thank you very much, man. All right, man. Well, you guys be safe, and uh, y'all call me anytime y'all need me. Nah, That's you're the man. Right. I'll, get that, so I'll get that eight by ten going. I'll let you know. <laughs> Thanks, bro. All right, y'all take care. <laughs> See you. Right, you too. Take care. Terry Adams calling us tonight. How cool was that, man? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That yeah, had, was cool. We, yeah, we had we had Terry on our show uh, uh, probably about a year or two ago, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was uh, yeah, really good, dude. We were asking about the vet and you know all kinds of stuff. What was going on? You know, Scott Rowland and all kinds of crazy stuff. But I, I, I dude, that Amari Talamaco thing. Jesus, <laughs> that's, yeah. right? that's awesome. That's wild man, dude. I'll tell you the crazy things. I'm I've... gonna pitch tonight. <laughs> right? Like what? What? What's going on out there? It's it's great when when like I find it's great when I find stuff like that. Because that's pure gold to talk about. Like that, yeah. that, that helps the content yeah, and the jokes and, and everything. Like, yeah, like it's just, yeah. oh, like did you know he drank, you know, goat's blood? Like, you know, that yeah, kind of. I fucking knew, but like. <laughs> but it's it's uh that kind of stuff is pretty is pretty awesome. Yeah, bring bring me one too, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hell yeah. Make a beer run. If you're yeah. right it was great. I messaged Wally while we were on, and okay. I told him to push back a couple, and he was cool with it. So okay. he's calling in in five minutes. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Terry Adams just called in. We're going to have Wally Ritchie, former Philadelphia Phillies pitcher, calling in a little bit. And we have Scott Air calling in a little bit. So this is awesome, man. Yeah, this, is show. this is cool, man. Yeah. So so while we have a little bit of time, and I know we went through this story before, but, like, you know, how did this all start, Matt? Yeah, this uh, this started from just general fandom, just being in love with the Phils. And uh, when they won the – or when we won the 08 World Series. That's right. Afterwards, my wife and I didn't live here. We lived in North Jersey. We came down for the parade to be with the family and everything. And uh, me and Pops, we always go to spring training together, opening day, the whole thing. Thank you. And uh, we were just so we were just so excited about everything. Yeah. It it was like, well, I want to just keep looking at this picture of Brad Lidge, like this euphoria on his face when he's reaching for the sky, just falling into Cheech, you know, Cheech's tackling him, like that whole thing. And he was like, I just want to look at this all day, every day. And so he went and cut and printed it out. And I was like, well, let's go. Let's frame it. And I said, dude, the only place mom's going to let you hang that is in the head. And so we put it in the bathroom. And after that, me and the buddies just started making jokes about it. And it was, you know, he got lonely. So we had to add tug. And that started yeah. the championship wall. Right. Was the two champions. And then I got to getting like. Me and some buddies would go to card shows. Like, me and Ken go to card shows together and buy, get the memorabilia. Yeah. And, and there was, you know, like an 8x10 that's hanging in there of Warren Brewstar with the great mustache and, like, the whole chest hair sandwich coming out of the jersey. Like, uh, yes. the big sneer. He looks like Randall yeah. Tex Cobb. Like, the whole thing. And it's just, and I would send a message to some buddies joking about it. And, like, yeah, look at how awesome this is. 
before you know it, I then I started doing it socially on on Twitter, and the jokes just wrote themselves, really, and that's how it started. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to get um, Ken on the show tonight too. Like I, I know he's sitting in the background in the other room, and he's being all shy. He's gonna come on the show later. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's coming Ken, on tonight. Are, are so. the Sixers winning, Ken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but. But yeah, it's uh, right. it's, 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 cool. it's pretty cool to honor guys that have even just made it to the major leagues. Like I made the the cup of coffee joke. Like that that guy's you know one of only twenty some thousand people that have ever made it to the yeah, majors, yeah, yeah. and to be able to celebrate those guys. You know, this think about the bullpen. The bullpen is separated from the dugout. Like they are separate from the rest of the team. You know, so to give they, – they have their own home with the pen, but to give them their own home just to strictly honor those guys. Yeah. I mean, one, the jokes work. But, two, I just love that – I love that that part of it, that positivity, that optimism. That's a big part of the way that I coach. That's a big part of the way I raise the kids, like that kind of stuff. I think that makes all the sense. Yeah. So why not honor somebody that's done it and make some jokes along the way and get to talk to T.A., you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a tough question for you. In the relief room, what is the number one item for you? What's the closest thing to your heart? Is it too hard to call? It's way that's too like, hard to call. That's, that's like, you that's, know, that's favorite kid. Your favorite. That's yeah. favorite kid. Yeah, you know, I, mean, the, there, oh. I mean, there are some amazing things. Like the Phillies groundskeeper gave me that Don Carmen autographed bat that, yeah. is, on, that is the handle for the, the, the cabinet under there. Like Dick oh, Perez gave me, oh, uh, gave me dude, a Tom Hilkendorf. I mean, a hand-drawn picture. Yeah. An 8 by 10 that's up there. Like, Dude, look at the Dick fucking... Perez. You know, the towels. I mean, look, there's me and Larry Anderson. Look at this. Yeah. Look you at know? Larry Anderson. Look at that. You know? That's a towel. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hand, that's a hand that's towel. That's crazy. I mean, I, I, I like the personalized so cool. stuff. I mean, I love, like, Glenn Wilson. He Now, granted, he's not Wait, a really Why do you got your finger up Larry Anderson's butt in that picture, though? Stop judging like, me. personal stuff again. <laughs> One thing about what Don Carmen, though, is I share a birthday with him. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. Sure? Oh, yeah? So, we, uh, whatever. It's the first time I ever met Don Carmen, but it was, you know, at an event that, uh, that Matt and I were at in October. And uh, I'm sitting at the bar, and I turn, and, I, and Don Carmen's standing there. I didn't want to geek out. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, I'm good. Uh, I've been better. Well, what's going on? Oh, my house just, you know, kind of got destroyed in the, in the hurricane. I'm like, oh, where, where are you at? And, he's, and he tells me, Florida. Where are you at in Florida? I'm like, Oh, my, my mom has a place down there, too. And, yeah. And boom. Like, we talked for, like, 15 minutes about Florida and where to go. And to spit. it was, dude, it was so cool, man. Um, it was really, really, really cool stuff. And, like, he was the nicest guy. Nicest guy. So, yeah. like, you know, the whole the whole thing was just really neat. And, like, I, I'm like, wow. Like, I was too young when Don Carmen pitched. Like, you're – I'm not going to judge. But you're a little older than me, I think. No, I was. I'm, uh, I'm one year younger than Matt, but I remember Don Carmen. He's being older a starter than me too. So, yeah. 1986, 87, and when the Phillies really struggled, and but Don Carmen, Bruce Ruffin, and all those guys. Yeah, you had a lot of guys like Steve Jeltz and Juan Samuel and Schmitty and Von Hayes, and it was like, where are we going with this team? But you know, it was Philadelphia, and that's just the way it was. We came off the '80. World Series. I was two years old in 1983. Still don't remember, but my first real true memory was in 1986. My parents taking me down to a game. It was a kazoo night. Oh. We sat up to the 600 level. Oh my God. The 600 level. They were playing the Cubs, and it was just. I fell in love with baseball at that The parents must have hated kazoo. Yeah, right? But you know what? My parents. May have hated it, but they loved it because I fell in love with the greatest right. game in the world in baseball. That's awesome. And it was I was sold ever since. 
Yeah, no, I, I walked that's, into the vet, and it wasn't Wrigley Field or Fenway or Yankee Stadium, but it was the vet, and it was our place. Well, what does my we what does my shirt say there? Yep. The vet, our concrete toilet. Right, that's what it said. Yeah, it wasn't it. It was our. It was our place. It was our. It was our concrete toilet, and that's how it was. So. And it stunk. I know this. Rats. 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 I know this around. might be a, a song for a different day, but I remember listening to Warren Sapp talking about how it's the most intimidating place to ever play a game yeah, ever, and yeah. it is what it is. It was a concrete place where you went in and you did what you did, and but. Baseball, the same thing. It was, you know, guys knew when they flew in and they went past it two different times. They fly in, it's to your right, and then when you fly in, yeah. it's to your right again, you land. And we got to go play there for three straight nights. And the fans are going to yeah. be the way they are. Yeah. And people didn't like it, and the home guys didn't like it. But you know what? It was it was intimidating, but it was our home field advantage. You know? I mean, our next guest played at the vet. It sure did. So we have a, a – a, this is awesome. We have former Philadelphia Phillies relief pitcher Wally Ritchie on the air with us. Wally, how are you, sir? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? We're awesome, man. This is we're having a blast tonight. We're having a blast tonight. Yeah, it's great. We just we just talked to uh, Terry Adams, who played a little after you, but played for the Phils, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Cubs. Like he's a guy we just yep. chatted with. Uh, so that was that was real fun. Um, but. Uh, I actually listened in and heard Terry talking, so it was oh, great. That's awesome. Oh, we love that's that. Awesome. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give us a like and a share? Yeah. <laughs> that's- hey, I, I will when I'm done, and I saw all you guys in the room, so uh, you can't hide awesome. anymore. Uh, that's uh, that's awesome. very cool. That's very cool. Now, now, Wally, when you were pitching, I mean, did you ever think that you would wind up inducted into a bathroom shrine? <laughs> Never in my wildest dreams, <laughs> but I, I, I will say it is an honor because most of us relievers don't, aren't, aren't really known, That's I guess right. we're not famous. Right. And so to be enshrined somewhere is awesome. That's that's the best, and I I mean I, we were just talking about that. Like the the bullpen is separate from the dugout. Like you you're almost ostracized from the team almost, right? right? Like just to to be able to have your own place. The, to me, that was part of it. Like let, let's let's honor some some of these guys. I mean the the jokes were there too. You know the, the relieve yourself, the relievers. Like the the jokes were there, but to honor the guys that aren't always honored, I love the engine that could. Like give me the little guys. That's right. Perfect. (laughs) Now, now, Wally, when you played, your whole career was with the Phils. You played almost 150 games. Everyone with the Phillies never had a start. I mean, you are a man after my own heart with this as far as just being a a pure bullpen guy. Was there ever – I mean, I know you did a little start in the minors, but was there ever a thought that, oh, man, I wish I I was on the bump for six, seven, eight innings? Like, what was the mentality like for you? I I mean, you know, you always want to start – we all started as starters. Sure. Uh, that's what we grew up doing. And and you always think you can. And I would plug every spring training, hey, I can start. Let me get give me a start. For ghosts, let me let me get in there and start a game. And it was always, No, you're pretty good at what you do, just stay there. Stay <laughs> <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> quit, quit, quit bothering us, know your place and just stay in your lane, right? Right. Stay in the stay in the bullpen. Stay away from us and stay in the bullpen. Now you mentioned Fergosi. Ninety two was your last year in the bigs. You bounced around a little bit trying with some minors, but did you see that coming in ninety three? Like was that a thing? Like that the guys thought like, oh man, this could be this could be a year, or was that completely out of the blue like it was for us? Yeah, it was for us. You know, it there's a lot of talent. I mean, it was there most of it was there in ninety two, but just how everything came together in ninety three, because obviously 
I knew a lot of the players and yeah. I'd been there and, and how they came together and everything kind of fell into place and they got on a roll and it was just exciting. I mean, exciting for me is, as knowing a lot of them, but sure. knowing the fans in Philly and, and how they're into it and just how much excitement was in Philly for what they did. Now, what, speaking of the Philly fans there, like, was that something you were warned about before coming in, or did you know about Philly fans? Or, you know, it's obviously become a – I mean, it's been a huge thing forever, but, I mean, was that something you knew about coming here? I, I mean, you know a little bit about it. I, you have to remember, when I first came to the big leagues in 87, I was young and stupid. I was 21 <laughs> years old. Um, so I didn't know anything. Uh, but – I, I guess the thing with Philly fans, you know what you're going to get. They are knowledgeable. They are behind their team the whole way. But And if you do great, they're in your corner, and they will cheer for you to no end. But they also understand that if you suck, that they're going to let you know you <laughs> they're suck. They're going to wear you out, and, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so, you know, you feel bad for, for making errors, for giving up home runs, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyways, but – they also feel bad and they're going to let you know about it. So it, it, it just, go, it just goes with it. Yeah. Um, and and you, you learn how to deal with it. So now you said 87, your rookie year, you're 21 years old. We're what, two weeks into the season. What was it? April 18th, 1987. And you're on the team when Michael Jack Schmidt hits his 500th home run. Oh, like, wow. what is that like? Yeah. You know, uh, Schmidt is awesome. Nice. I mean, just, just being able to, to watch him play. And be on the field with the Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so great, and and he was really, really great to me. Uh, always open and friendly, and and awesome. willing to help and give me advice. And so it was just really an honor to be there. And really with a lot of the guys, because I, I played with that '87 team. I mean, Steve Bedrosian won the Cy Young. I got to play right. with Bedrock. I, I got to play with Teak, who's Teak. you know an icon. I, and so there were a lot of. A lot of great players that I got to play with, and and so it was a lot of fun. I just wanted to ask a quick question for you too. Is I know you played with a lot of great players, but you also played against a lot of great players, and I was just wondering if you ever had an opportunity to ever pick Nolan Ryan's brain or a guy like Dave Righetti or guys who we grew up with seeing play and learning different things from them just by seeing how they their their work ethic their their how they prepare for games and stuff like that. Did you ever look and talk to any of those guys about how they prepared for situations, knowing how great they were, but at the same time, how nervous they probably were moving into different stadiums and going around and seeing different players and how they would pitch Michael Jack Schmidt and Von Hayes at the time. Yeah. You know, it's, you watch everybody, you learn from them, you, you see what they're doing. I, I talked to a few people over the years about it, um, but mostly it's through observation. And, and really, I got the most how to pitch to hitters when I was young. I, I sat with with Mike Schmidt and, and listened to him talk about it nice. and, and learn from the hitters um, on how to do things and, and tap into the people I was around every day, the, the bedrocks and the teaks and you know, Dan Schatzader, who was left-handed like me. Oh, and, and, that's and, relief room royalty. What a mustache. You just lit, yeah. you just lit up Matt's world right there. <laughs> now, are you close with any of those guys still? Do you keep in touch with anybody? You, you know, there's a few people I do. Um, although he's not a relief pitcher, one of my roommates for a long time was Mickey Morandini. Oh, oh love dude, the I love yeah, and, 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 and so, you know, we – 
we keep in touch with them and, and there's there's a number of people I keep in touch with. Nice. So when you're not you don't uh do you do you get invited for the alumni stuff? Is that something that you're interested in coming and doing? Uh you know, I, I haven't been back for any of the, the alumni stuff. Um, I, I need to get back to Philly and go to the new ballpark because I've never been to the ballpark oh, there. Oh, I, I, obviously, obviously, I need to come visit the relief room. Clearly. And, you know, <laughs> yes, you and do. the dog loves it. Yeah, the dog <laughs> loves it. <laughs> yeah, Gary's trying to so, bite the dog. So, you know, I, I need to get back there. I haven't been back there in a long time. Nice. So, Wally um... – you talked about we were talking about like who you might have gotten some advice from. Was there anybody you were afraid to pitch to, or like who was who were some of the hardest guys you pitched against? You know, I most of the time I was there, I was a lefty specialist, so I'd pitch against Bonds and Strawberry and Will Clark and those guys. And, yeah. and I mean, yeah, you don't want to make a mistake to them, but you the guys that wore me out. You want to get them out, but the guys that wore me out were like Jose Okendo uh, and Tommy Herr yeah, and Spike crazy. Owen. Yeah. I mean, the guys that just, just foul battling. out pitches yeah. and just just hit a little blooper that goes over the infield, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that the oh, most yeah. frustrating? It's hard to get you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and they just wore me out. I mean, now, now I had well, pretty good success against the other guys, but. I saw. I looked up this, a stat, and I saw that you gave up 16 home runs in your career. Do you remember all of them? Is that are you like that kind of guy that you're like, oh, I remember every one of those jerks, or is it just like part of the gig? You know, I probably remember a lot of them. Maybe not all 16. I, I know one of them was the Tim Belcher, a pitcher. Oh, nice. Oh, so, Tim Belcher. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't want to oh. say that. One yeah. was to Tommy Herr. One was to Steve Sachs. Um, Daryl Boston hit one the last day of the year from the Mets. Daryl Boston raked, yeah. <laughs> Benito Santiago took me deep for oh, a grand slam is... in the tenth inning in Philly, and that oh, was not a good day. Oh, <laughs> that's a downer. Because <laughs> I heard it from every single person coming in <laughs> off the field in the fan in the stands. So yeah, I remember a lot of them. But yeah. Will Clark took me deep to lose a game in San Francisco. Oh. I mean, just. Yeah, you remember the bad ones, especially. Sure. Of course, sure. of course. So, uh, so you know, obviously playing at the vet, um, there there was a recent report um, about the vet turf and how it had effects. I know this is kind of a, a, a kind of a dim subject, but I I want to get your take on it. You know, you played with some of the guys who who were affected by it. I, you know, guys like Darren Dalton, Vuk. Um, I did. Yeah, yeah, but these, you know, and Vuk. Yeah, exactly, Vuk. And, you know, these, these reports are coming back. The, the, the vet was, you know, basically had this, what do they call it, forever chemical in it. And it, it caused an imbalance. And they were thinking that it might have been the cause of, of you know, cancer and stuff. So, I, I just I was just curious to hear your thoughts on it. Like, did you know, was this anything that was, a cons- like, maybe not the brain cancer part, but, like, the fact that the turf, you know, having this, like, kind of synthetic grass out there, was, was there any type of inkling of concern or anything like that while you guys were playing on this stuff you, you know back back then we had more turf fields than grass fields that we played on right, right. i mean because i mean you had the vet you had riverfront you had the you know at st louis back Cardinals. then was turf i mean yeah. it, every astrodome yep. you know we had more turf fields than grass fields and right you know it wasn't so much that 
I don't think it's in anybody's mind or thoughts that there's chemicals in these that could cause problems. It's more like your knees get pounded because there's concrete under it. You have seams in them that you get caught on and you, you know, you blow out a knee. It was more the physical ailments. I think that you were worried about playing on the turf and you didn't realize that there were, you know, the long-term effects from the chemicals that were in a lot of things. Um, so, you know, back then you never really even thought about it. When you guys traded for Lenny Dykstra and we've had Lenny on our show, um, Let's just say he's a character. <laughs> yep. <Nonetheless>. yep. <laughs> what do you have a crazy story about him in the locker room or something? Where you're like, oh my god, this guy. Like, do you have anything about about that uh, era of your career with Lenny Dykstra in the locker room with you? You know, n- not so much crazy in the locker room. I, I learned not to play golf with him during spring training because I would always lose, and <laughs> and it was never sure how that happened. Um, oh, so he's a cheater. I, so he's a cheater. I I I, I, I pitched against Lenny when he was that. at the bats. Okay, I didn't say that. Um, and, and so, you know, you 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 play against him, and you're like, I I hate this guy, and, and then you play with him, and you're like. I love having him behind me in center field because he'll yeah. run through a wall and catch everything and he gets hits and gets on base. And and so I saw both sides. I saw the, you know, I can't stand this guy. Get, and then, oh, I'm so glad he's on our team. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's awesome. j- just because just the abilities he had and what he was willing to do to try to win a game. That's like, a- you know, hire private investigators to follow up the <laughs> <laughs> That was in his book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, you know, like Sean mentioned, crazy antics from Lenny. But like, what was their stuff like in the bullpen? Like, you know, you're passing time here and there. Like, there's got to be some some crazy times in the pen, right? You you know, a lot of it's just trying to find a way to stay sane. Yeah. Until you get in the game, but we had a lot of characters. I mean, I played with with Mitch. Right. Um, Roger McDowell. Yeah. Um, I know one of your favorites, Matt, Tom Hume. Oh, Mr. Um, Hume. <laughs> you know, and, and so it, part of it's talking about the game. Part of it's talking about whatever's going on outside. Part of it's playing stupid games, trying to waste time and stay somewhat involved. Right. Um, you know, Man. checking out people in the stands and seeing what kind of food we can get for a new baseball. And, you know, awesome. Hey, hey, the, the, the barbecue at Shea Stadium behind the bullpen was excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's great. So, guys, I could see McDowell doing that. Be like, hey, hey, you, go go grab me some barbecue. I'll grab you, I'll grab you an autographed baseball here. Budweiser and some hey, ribs. I'll go in and strike three people out. <laughs> you know, uh, I think a lot of people did that. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I totally see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, McDowell was a definite character. That guy, that you know, he had a baseball card where he went out with the umpires and he had a full tool belt on. Uh, I think he was delivering the the, the lineup card with a full tool belt. Unfortunately, it's when he was on the Dodgers. I'd love to have him in a Phillies uniform with that. That's just the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll never, I'll never forget the headline of when he left the Phillies. It said, "Rogers a Dodger." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Rhyme works. The uh, now, now, Wally. Are there any guys that you're still friendly with or you're close with still? Um, you know, I keep in touch with a few people. Uh, like I said, Mickey said Morton Nick, Bean is probably yeah. the one I'm closest yeah. with. Um, I was really close with, he didn't play for Philly for a long time, but spent time in Baltimore as Todd Troworth. 
Oh, um, the fro. I love Todd. Fro and I, fro and I were really close. Um, he passed away a couple years ago. Pancreas. Yep. I know yeah. that's terrible. Um, you know, and I run into people still and see people and, and so, but those were the two I was closest with just because I came up in the minor sure. leagues with them and roomed with them and, and those type of things. Every, uh, every morning I get a text from Steve Jeltz every morning. Oh, awesome. Yeah, every morning. <laughs> That's awesome. For true. Yeah. I'm, I'm not every morning. It's, He's it, great. It's a quote, you know, it's a Bible quote. I'm not a religious person, but you know, whoever is, is but however, even though I'm not a religious person, I still take something out of what he sends me. And I'm like, yeah. I could totally relate that for my day to day, and it's 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 uplifting. It's pretty cool, and like Jets, uh, he's such a great dude, and uh, uh, I, I would have a feeling he was probably a really good teammate to you guys. Oh, he's always been a great dude. Yeah, he he was shortstop when I came up. He was I mean, he was always good to me. Ah, that's that's, that's awesome. awesome. That is awesome, man. I need I need your help getting Tom Hume on with me, Wally. <laughs> I, I I know I, I see you keep asking for glasses. I do, and, and you haven't got them yet. Yeah, I have the perfect spot for him. I mean, one time he even asked me for his, for my address, and I gave it to him. I thought that was that was the deal. And then time has gone by, and he hasn't sent me. Sent me used condoms. Oh man, I, I, I just I just I have the perfect spot for him. I think that would be. I mean, I don't need ones that he wears now. I want old ones. You know, the old ones in the drawer. I think that would just be a trip, and just you know, that would just that would make the that would complete the joke you know for me i think that would be that would be a trip <laughs> yes it would uh, wally we we uh we really really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh be a part of the corner plus sports podcast tonight and to be a part of the relief room enshrinement uh on on our podcast in the podcast world so uh you know thank you so much man this is awesome this is so much fun with you Hey, it's been great. It's it's an honor to be on the wall, and I, I'm enjoying your podcast. So keep it up. Uh, <laughs> Wally, so this is a, this you. is a real treat. Thanks so much for that. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait till you visit. All right, sounds good. Hey, you guys have a great night. Thanks, you, you too. too. Bye now. Wally Thanks, Rich- bye. Wally Ritchie. Yeah. That was cool, man. That was awesome. That's awesome. That was awesome. Great Wally story. Ritchie. That was awesome. cool. Great stuff, right? I mean, Schmitty's 500th and stuff at the vet. Yeah. Dude, Roger McDowell asking for barbecue in the bullpen. <laughs> I mean, yes. No, but just hearing him say how he would ask the hitters. Right. How what, cool is that? What the other pitchers were doing. Right, to I, get stuff from Schmitty about. That was really cool. That's super from cool. Hall of Fame guys that yeah. can get guys out. Right. It's just it's just really cool seeing how guys really collaborate in a dugout and they talk yeah. baseball the entire right. time about different things. I mean, that's what it's we try teaching our kids, thing. right? Yeah. Like let's you know, yeah. talk to each other and they're like, Hey, let you know, look at that sunflower seeds, jerk, 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 whatever yeah. it is, you know. But yeah. that's what it is. You talk you talk yeah. to those guys, especially the ones that are so successful. Obviously Schmidt's the top of the heap. But yeah, that's awesome sure, stuff. But it's just but even like with your kids and my kids, and we see them when they're playing. They're talking baseball. Yeah. But they're 11 and 12 years old, and they're still doing the same thing that these big league guys are right. doing. It's just unbelievable to me yeah. that that's – it's just – they're grown men playing a kid's game, and it's awesome. And it's the I best. It. So and they're cool. doing all the same things. It's it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wally Ritchie, what a, what a thrill. Yeah, that was awesome. Was that was awesome. That was great. Man, this so, is relief room first. A little bit of a off, base, off baseball information here. Uh, breaking news. Second number sixteen team has won a game. No way! Anyone want to take a guess? UCLA, Purdue got Dickinson beat, beat Purdue. 
Oh, yeah. no. Dickinson beat Brackets Purdue. Purdue done. is not playing. Oh, no. wow. Brackets, 58. Brackets are done. What was it, 62 to 58? Yeah. Purdue got Dickinson. You know they the got Dickinson. <laughs> I had Duke going to the final four. Did he really? Ew. Duke's the hottest team in the country right now. I know. They are. Ew. Yeah. yeah. I, know, right? Ew. I, just Ew. I couldn't do it. I'm not a Duke fan, no, but I had to nope. pick him because you're playing hot, man. Uh, yeah, I guess. Should we, see, should we see if Scotty can call He just over? texted me. He said he'd give it a couple minutes. He's, oh, okay, uh, he's cool. taking, the, taking the pooches out. Oh, all right, cool. So. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you can call him a little earlier. Yeah. Nah, this is I awesome, cannot man. believe that Purdue. Wow. Yeah, how about that, man? That's its second or third time? Second time. Second huh? time second. ever that a but, one uh, loss to a 16. Yep. Wow. The first time was? It was Virginia. Just a couple yeah, years ago. It was five years ago. And they won it the year after. Yes, yeah, they did. Right. Yeah. Because nobody in their right mind took Virginia to win it after, <laughs> yeah, after that year. Yeah. Everybody absolutely. was like, fuck them. They're out in the second round. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. And then they, they won it. And the fix is in. Yeah. The fix is in. Nah, and, I and that. They screwed you two years in a row. <laughs> and, of course, and I'm still bitter. For the uh, two people that listen to us regularly. Uh, don't worry, we'll get to the Eagles free agency when we get some time. But tonight's a special night. We're not we're not doing that. We got all we got weeks to talk about free agency and what the yeah. Eagles did. Yeah, I like, mean this this Darius Slay contract's a good contract. Thing. Yeah, well, you know. this is St. Patrick's Day. It's <laughs> yeah. the first weekend of the of the the NCAA tournament and Terry Adams, Wally Ritchie, and Scott yeah. Ayer are calling in to talk ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other really like, cool thing so why, that is, is yeah, that yeah. you told me this week is that you got stuff. From Citizens Bank Park's mm. bullpen. Yeah, I think did you, you really need to get yeah. into that. I, I did. I didn't show you guys this yet. No. Uh oh. Uh, why are you dude. taking your pants off? <laughs> no, no good. Not yet. Not wait, yet. wait till another, another two. Another beer or two. Another uh, beer. Zip no, up. What, what you got? What, the uh, I got stuff from the bullpen that was the lineup cards. I got probably twenty-five lineup cards from the bullpen. That were you know just all marked up from the right. bullpen coach and whatnot. So right. I got a whole mess of those, and then I got the the stat sheets, the laminated stat sheets that they're using, where it's got the the whole the, the grids, right, where the the batters versus our pitchers, and then the flip side is vice versa, and no all way. their numbers against them. And it's because I got to be friends with the same guy that sent me the Don Carmen bat sent me all this stuff he dude, sent me that's dude awesome. it is so cool ken and i were sitting the other night just looking at them just going through yeah, them all so cool. and you're, and just it's like, stuff you're from, looking up stats and you're just like, you're like hey wife, you're wait the math teacher yeah. like <laughs> calculus this <laughs> yeah. yes yes exactly but it was stuff from 16 17 18 like some dim years yeah. but then stuff from last year too and just the whole lineup and then just you know just the markings on the thing with the bullpen guys and just some of the stats that are written on there and things like it's just it's game used stuff and that's just so that cool, that's just the cool stuff and it's, it's the just analytics and it's but it's just so neat to get the the game used analytics yes. of it right and the, awesome. to have somebody go you know what let's let's send it to this guy yeah you know? yeah yeah like that's that's just the coolest cuz he knows how much i appreciate it yeah dude that's that's awesome dude i told Scotty to call not to facetime yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah so you know here we are you know my my wife worked for the phillies and you know she got she was there in 08 when they won the World Series, so she's got a she's got a ring, you know. Yo, this guy's getting fucking lineup cards and fucking analytics. <laughs> like, what? 
No, but it's all because of one thing that he decided to do with his dad. Which is so cool. Where he put it, and it grew into this That's, shrine. And, it's so awesome. And it's unbelievable. And I, I tell him all the time, because I went to high school with him, and we rekindled a relationship the last yeah. four years through Little League and our kids. And mm. it's just been awesome just seeing how all that he's done to make this really cool. And it's not like he's trying to get... No, he wasn't doing it. Just it. It's just, it just happened. It just happened. happened. And he, I, I'm going to take his word. It's bananas. And he always says it's bananas every time I tell him. Oh, I talked to Scott Air, or I went and I saw Ron Reed. And Dude, he's got a. He's got a. Who is that that's got the Rambo with the baseballs instead of the bullets? Oh, that's, yeah, uh, it's Glenn Wilson. That's Glenn Wilson. Glenn Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Glenn Wilson with the uh, the Rambo baseball. Uh, he relieved ammo. pitched in one game. Yeah. I think they had like they ran out of pitchers and he had to throw. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's <fucking> dude. <laughs> He's got some awesome, awesome pictures in here, man. And he's definitely he's got room for more. He's it's definitely like got a room trip for- down. Like, like you look through it, and it's like a trip down memory lane. It, it like, totally is. There's dudes in on here. Like honestly, I forgot about. Like for sure. Or you didn't even know about. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there is. Some of those the other key. Like I was looking at that rated rookie. I don't even know who that is from 1987. <laughs> so it's just some random guy just, yeah. who I don't know who he found. So I think my favorite item in this relief room is so anyone that's familiar with the history of baseball knows that knows that there's a picture of the the first um the first eight or nine guys who entered the hall of fame right he's got a picture replicating that that image however it's the faces of the first nine guys that he inducted first away six Seven, eight, nine, ten, ten guys, eleven guys that inducted? were inducted into the wow. relief room hall how of he, fame. How did he pull it off? Well, he he photoshopped. So like, there that's supposed to be that's supposed to be Connie Mack there, right? right. That's Babe Ruth back there, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's Babe oh, Ruth. Oh no shit! Yeah, so like he changed their faces. That's awesome. Babe, Babe Ruth the is the Steve Perdosian picture. Yeah, Steve yeah, 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 yeah. Who's I always loved right that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Babe Ruth right there. Yeah, I always loved that name. Ty Cobb, right? Ty Cobb was. I don't know who's on the picture, but I do know it's 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 not relief room guys. Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams. That's awesome, dude. God, it's so amazing. That's a that's a, that's my favorite picture in the in the yeah, I, yeah, and yeah that, I agree. And like, oh, you, can't. Oh, you know, and and, and, and the, the crazy part about it is like that's it's like that's homemade, right? Like he had that doctored or whatever. Like someone, made, it wasn't sent in to someone to him. It wasn't an autograph item. He made that. That is so creative to me. That that's awesome. Yeah, and it's funny because him and I we go to these memorabilia shows, and the Philly show was last weekend, and. I was there looking for some 1952 tops Phillies guys, and his friends are looking for some other guys, but he's looking for relievers. He's looking for Philadelphia Philly relief stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have all these guys are going in, they're looking to spend five, ten grand on Mickey Mantles and, you know, Roberto Clemenes or Willie Mays. He's like, but, nah, I want but to Matt's take looking Borland. for literally a 1956 relief pitcher. Yeah. The guy who gave me 47 that's, innings. That's what's really cool about this yeah. whole thing is yeah. that he's just really trying to it's, it's, do something special. It's so unique. That's that's what makes it great. Yeah, he wants, what's a, guy, he, he wants the other, a guy with 47 career innings, 48 strikeouts, like, you know, and uh, that's awesome, man. It's just – it's so cool. And what's funny is yeah. in Happero, growing up, they had this – it was a Philadelphia Athletics memorabilia shop, and they had some Philly stuff. In Happero. In Happero, yes, right I there on the corner well, yeah. there where their ski shop is. And, yeah. But he 
he now brought something back to the half Horsham area where that Philadelphia Athletic Club left, but he's got the relief room, and it's the only one in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. It, but it's all about the Phillies and nobody yeah. else. Well, like I said, you know, my, my wife is uh, – you know, her, her great-grandfather was Connie Mack, so I'm very familiar with that store, and we walked yeah. through it several times looking for stuff. So, But anyway uh, – we're going to welcome our next guest, um, probably the worst guest of the night. Let's be honest. I mean, probably, <laughs> probably the worst guest we'll have ever on yeah. this show. Now, the show just took a turn. Now, he's he's the man. I love him. We all love him dearly. <laughs> Mr. Scott Air, yeah. welcome to the show, brother. What's welcome. up, all my drink? What's up, all my drinking buddies? Uh, <laughs> fucking right, man. What's going on, dude? How are you? How much? I'm uh, I'm so mad. I'm I'm my son was dog sitting for the day at our neighbor's house. They went to Charleston for the weekend, little getaway. And then I'm going to stay the night over here and they have two dogs. And one of their dogs is, he is like on, on, on what was the, the, uh, over the hedge, the squirrel that drank the energy drink. <laughs> yeah. That's what this dog is like. Oh, no. oh dude. I remember that. That's exactly right. Oh my God. Oh, no. Oh boy. Like, so you got your hands full for sure. No, I'll go. To, I'll probably go to bed in about an hour or so. I'll probably settle down at some point tonight. But they also have like a what did we decide? Fourteen or fifteen? Like a fourteen or fifteen year old dog that basically just sits on the couch next to you and doesn't make a peep. And this one's holding a ball next to me and it's staring at me. Her name is or his name is Zelda. Or her name is Zelda. She she does spin. You ever seen a dog spin in circles? Oh, the zoomies, yeah. Yeah, she does it all the time. It's craziness. Now you said you oh talked God. about your son. Where where did you? Where does your son go to school? Yeah, so my oldest son and my younger son both go to Purdue. Ouch. And I walked in the house and I said, I said oh, to Jacob no. here, he's sitting here. I go, I go. Did you know Purdue's about to lose or they already <laughs> lost? And he goes, No. He's you've been to what one sporting event or two? He's been to three games, three football games in his time, but never anything else. They weren't. He's not really into the sports and like he'll watch NFL uh, Red Zone all day on Sundays, but pretty much he'll watch some baseball here and there but not really caught like not really the Purdue sports or anything now my older son is down in Florida Caleb and he uh he had some friends over to the house and I think they were drinking beers and making some food and watching the game and I'm pretty sure there was some uh stuff thrown yeah, yeah. there were some things smashed there <laughs> sure. that's, that's how about that sure. be the first team ever well the second team second ever to lose to a 16 yeah, yeah. now you've got a one two and a three seed that have lost though that's crazy yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's not it's crazy you know I had I had a feeling this was going to be this way because this this year just seemed a little wacky like this whole there was no clear cut like yeah. top four teams so not, I don't yeah I don't think there was any clear cut team that was head and shoulders above anybody right. I don't even watch that much basketball well I thought Arizona was but you know how that went so uh, <laughs> oh, Arizona, so, you know it's funny so, Scott, so I, oh, sorry go ahead. oh I was gonna no, say no, I was gonna say a long time ago in, in spring training I believe it was with the White Sox and Arizona was a two seed and they lost to the 15 seed I remember that yeah, and I think I, I half the team, half the guys in our locker room had Arizona in the final four. I remember everybody coming in the next day, going, "Let's just do another poll and start over." <laughs> I had, them, I had them winning the whole thing this year. Ooh. Oh, you got you got Duke winning it? No, I had Arizona winning. <laughs> oh, that away. Yeah. 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 So, oh my so god. Yeah, so yay me. Yeah. Hello. Scott, yeah. I, yay I, me. I got a quick yeah. question for you. So. This was literally right before the pandemic happened, I believe. It was probably like a week yeah. before it happened. When Scotty and, came here. And um, I happened, yeah, to, see I you there. I happened right. to see you at the Philly Card Show the next day. And yeah, I that's remember, what I was up there for. Yeah. I remember yep. standing in line, and I was 
I think I was second or third, and I walked up oh. and I said, "Hey, Scott." I heard you were at my buddy's house last night hanging out all night. And you literally stopped. You dropped your pen. You were going to sign my ball because I had this 2008 ball that I'm getting signed by as many guys as I can from your from the 2008 World Series team. And you literally stopped. And you looked at the lady next to you who is, the, I guess, who was in charge of, like, taking the tickets and stuff. And oh, yeah. Like, you got to hear about this place <laughs> I was at last night. And it was just – it was really funny because I was like – and then I literally texted Matt literally after I had you sign the ball. And I said, oh, that's I just awesome. asked Scott about the relief room. That's awesome. And he stopped traffic for like five or six minutes telling this lady next to him about the relief room. And it was just awesome. But I just it's had to freaking bring awesome, out. isn't it? It's no, cool. It's the greatest thing ever. But I literally I yeah. was so excited to tell Matt that I just told that's Scott. Awesome. That I heard you were at my house. I, I think the goal should be I think the goal should be to get Every team in Major League Baseball with some fan that does the relief room to their team's relievers. I mean, right? I I think so too. You no, know, because I, yeah, I re- because let's face it, relievers are a dying breed nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scott, you put your autograph on somewhere that somebody's going to eventually have their ass. <laughs> oh t- yeah. <laughs> well, my ass was there first, so it's okay. <laughs> so they're gonna sit on my ass in a sense. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. I mean, I I reached oh, out I reached out to the Baseball Hall of Fame and said, hey, listen, you know, there's a your your hall. This the, you're the the apex. You're the greatest the greatest Hall of Fame. But their bathrooms are are just boring. They're just plain old vanilla colored, like. Oh, that's I, gross! I I've think, never been there. I want to go someday. Ah, oh, dude, you, you, we should take a road trip, dude. We should do that. We should go to the Hall I'm of Fame. In. I'm Me in. Too. I'll I'm drive. In. Nice, dude. I, I, I mean, reached. We'll, I reached we'll, out. Fly, to we'll, we'll meet at. We'll meet at the real relief room and then go to New York. You're damn right. That's a hell of a road trip right there. I'm Is signing. I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> The, uh, is that far? I don't want to be in the car too long. It's like four hours. It's like four four hours. Like four. Oh, four hours is no big deal. That's nothing. No, it's not like twelve yeah, or anything. No, yeah. no yeah. that's easy. Yeah, that's that's easy. But I'm like, dude, I will do. I will design your bathrooms. I'll do it team centric. Oh. You know, like I'll do. Oh yeah. I'll do the the Raleigh fingers and the mustard and the mustard browns for the pods. Like oh. I, I could do all this you know, all this great stuff, and they weird. They never responded to me. <laughs> that's, that's because they're boring and they suck. You're that's damn right. right. That's all right. They, they, haven't, they haven't responded to you know people like Barry Bonds or you know the guys who deserve to be in. Well, you know that's a great segue because I, you played with Barry in San Francisco and yep. obviously Hall of Famer. But like Jeff Kent and Kenny Lofton and other guys were there too. Like, did obviously with Barry you're like yeah you're out of this world. But like guys like Kent and Lofton and even like when you were with like the White Sox, Frank Thomas and now Harold Baines. Like did you oh, see, yeah. did you look at those guys and go yeah those guys are they're the top they're they're the ones. Was that was oh that yeah. So my very first big league spring training was in 90 in uh 97 in, in uh Sarasota with the White Sox and I get I get the privilege to sit in the locker next to Harold Baines nice and then I looked around and I realized why I was next to Harold Baines and I think there was a couple there was a couple other guys right near me that were veteran guys and I realized why because I'm only going to be here a week and Harold's going to get his second locker back <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why am I wearing number 97? Oh, I actually had 56. (laughs) Nice. Wasn't too bad. But I did get to sit. I did sit there and listen to Harold was talking to media every morning, just about talking to different reporters and stuff. You know, just more just uh, bullshitting and talking and and having a good time. Not really like 
you know, nothing in depth or anything, but, and I sat there and listened to the way he spoke and I kind of learned some stuff and nice. There's one morning I got there and he was always there by six, six fifteen, and he was early. And I, for some reason I got there early one day and I sat down and he came in right at like, li- like literally 10 seconds after me. And he looks at me and goes, don't ever get here before me again. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh. And he was totally joking. Was wrong, but the way he, the way he said it, I was like, uh, okay. Wait a minute. Is he, he messing with me or what? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, he was actually a really, really cool guy. That's awesome. Uh, now on that, yeah. on those White Sox teams, at least for a year or so, was Albert oh. Bell. Oh yeah, no, I had, I was there. He was there a few years. With okay. Me. When when I got called up in '97, in the White Flag trade, uh, Bell was there. But we had Albert Bell, Robin Ventura, Jamie Navarro, yeah, was crazy Frank team. Thomas, right? Yeah, like, Al um, Bell, Hart, all, uh, what do you call it? Who? Albert Bell. Oh, he was awesome. He was. You know, he gets that rap that he didn't like the media, media didn't like him. Sure. He was just so intense when it came to game time. Yeah. And, you know, that. he took a lot of flack, you know, when he was younger. You know, you know, people forget that he changed his name from Joey Joey Bell to Albert Bell. Or Albert, I think he went to no, Joey, Joey to Albert. Joey to Albert, yeah. But, you know, he didn't. He had uh, some alcohol issues, I believe, when he was younger, too. Don't we when I was with him, well, yeah, we, you know, we just no, sometimes I mean, not, we not just don't admit it. Younger, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, younger. But, like, he, uh, I'll drink you know, he, was, he was a great teammate. Nice. He was a great team. Everybody was meat. What's up, meat? Oh, that's, meat. A, that's a perfect name for him. Meat. Oh, he used to call everybody meat. Jim, remember Jeff Abbott, right fielder? Oh, outfielder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kentucky was a really good hitter, decent outfielder. And he used to look at Jeff, uh, Jeff Abbott all the time and go, what's up, meat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sat in the corner and played video games all the time, too. Oh, yeah? Meat. Yeah, they played some base, whatever baseball game. I don't even know what it was back then. It was past Sega, so I'm assuming it was. Like RBI baseball or something. No, it's probably oh, one of those God. where the screen uh. doesn't change, the background doesn't change, and it's just that probably. black <laughs> probably. thing that just moves. Right, yeah, right, right. right, right. Yeah. Now, you were also, when you were with the Cubs, you were uh, you were teammates with Greg Maddox. I mean, was that guy as oh, smart God. as everybody thinks he was? I got to spend, I got the privilege to spend just half a year with him because he got traded that August to the Dodgers. Yeah. So, but I tell people there was, you know, I, I have to actually, my head coach here, I coach baseball in South Carolina now at Landrum, Landrum High School. And I'm my head coach and I, he's a huge baseball fan. And I tell him one night we're sitting, my first year coaching, so two years, two, three seasons ago, you know, we're sitting at his house and we're having some bourbon outside his parking lot. And because we just won our region and we were going to the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. Nice. And we're sitting out there and we're, they're telling stories about this and that. And I, I said something about, Greg Maddox, he goes, oh, he goes, get out of here. I go, well, I got his number. I could text him. <laughs> and I'm, by the way, I'm thinking, you know, doggy, Greg's not going to text me back. I text him that, hey, man, I'm sitting here with my college, with my high school coaches, and we're telling us, I'm telling a story about, I told them the story about when I was in Milwaukee, right before the All-Star break, right before he traded. In August, after the All-Star break, I mean, and I'm in the, I'm in the bullpen, and he's, he's pitched, I think, the day before or something, so he's not pitched. He's in the bullpen with all of us just hanging out and he looks up at the scoreboard and he's like bear ear guy he called me ear guy ear guy <laughs> ear I think guy you're gonna, I, he goes i bet money you face uh prince fielder in about the seventh or eighth inning there and i'm like well most likely sure enough this sixth inning rolls around and he's gonna bat like third or fourth the next inning and they say hey you know get up in case he comes to the plate so i get up when the inning starts and i'm more stop zelda she's spinning again she's gonna drive <laughs> me nuts i wish i could video this for you guys She's making me dizzy. Stop. (laughs) 
And he called you ear guy. I love that. Ear guy. Oh, my God. That's what Glenn and Rush always called me, ear guy. <laughs> so Maddox is looking at me, and he goes, how do you pitch to this guy? And I go, ah, usually, you know, breaking balls away, fastball away, and then try and get him to chase one. He goes, why don't you do this tonight? And he tells me, like, go first pitch fastball in or something. I don't remember exactly what he told me, but right. I did exactly what he told me to. And three pitches later, he struck out and swung at an ugly slider away. Nice. I turned around and looked in the. I turned around and looked at the outfield after the inning because there was a third out. And I turned around and looked, and Maddox is standing up with his hands in the air, like I told you so. Oh, that's awesome. was, so I'm telling this story to my head coach and the other coaches, and he's like, "Oh my!" So I text Maddox, and I'm like, "You remember that time you did?" He goes, "He texts back. He goes, I do. You should listen to me all the time, or something." And they're like. They were in awe and just like, oh, my God, there's no freaking way he just texted you back. And I'm like, well, it's 11 o'clock here. He's in Arizona. It's only nine. He's yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. you know, just coming off the golf course or what. <laughs> but it was pretty funny that he texted me right back. And I was like, oh, thank God. That made me feel so yeah, cool. Yeah, right. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That is so um, awesome. Hey, Scott, oh, real God, quick question. Yeah. I know we were talking yeah. about Greg Maddox, but I had an opportunity one time to talk to uh, someone who knew Tommy Green. And they were talking oh. about how uh, – he would take every opportunity he could to talk to Greg Maddox. And one of the things that Greg Maddox would always talk about is manipulating the baseball. And one yeah. of the great players that he loved to do it against was Lenny Dykstra because he knew he would foul off 10 pitches and really be able to. And it was one of those situations where he could go into the dugout and say, oh, I saw this and that and that. But it was really just four or five different variations of a fastball. Of is, a there, fastball. is there any guys that you – I know you talked about Greg Maddox. Is there any other guys that you would sit down and really talk to, especially being in a relief role because it's different? It's pressure. You need to get out. You need to find Dan, a way to Dan, get guys out of the game. Dan Plesak. Or, or, okay, oh, so yeah, Dan yeah, Plesak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plesak. I, I always say Plesak was a mentor type to me because when I, when I first was in the big leagues with the White Sox and then the Blue Jays, I was up and down, up and down. I was basically, and I was deemed. I some somebody once said, "Well, you're basically just too good for AAA, but you you're too good for AAA, not good enough for 4A." Meaning the big leagues. Yeah, right. You know, right, I did right, very right. well in AAA every time I went down, and then I get to the big leagues and just struggle. You know, just in you know, obviously there's a big difference in AAA. The big leagues they're really good in the big leagues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, little. And bit. I was you know a little nervous and stuff, and I got to Toronto, and in the bullpen I had uh, Lance Painter. Pedro Borbone and Dan Plesak. Okay. So I had three really good lefties in the bullpen, and you know Plesak would sit and talk about stuff after games to to Halliday and Carpenter and, and Steve Paris, and they're all in, sitting just talking about different stuff. And you know I'd be warming up for a game and going into face playing the Twins back then, going into face David Ortiz. You know his right. his line was, you know he did he don't like to walk. He's up there to swing, and David Ortiz did walk actually quite a bit, but. Yeah. You know, and his his phrase sometimes, and maybe it's not politically correct, but you can't walk off the island. Yeah, right. You know, and, and yeah. you know, take that for whatever you mean. But so he's like telling me how to warm up in the pen because I would just throw fastball, fastball, get loose, and then throw some sliders. He go, no, no, no. Warm up how you're going to face the first hitter because you have to get that sucker out. Yeah. And after that, I you know, and then he got traded to Philly a little while after that, and I I started taking that stuff to heart. You know, like, and then the coolest thing ever, Dan Ple I actually, I think I told Matt about it once, maybe not, but Plesak actually wrote me a letter in the off season 
I got it at my house, dude. Like, who does that shit? Right. <laughs> like, wrote me a letter about, you know, you know, you're too good for AAA. You struggle in the big leagues, but you got to do this. You got this stuff. So, you know, trust your stuff. Believe in yourself is what he used to say. Wow. Believe in yourself and trust your stuff, and the rest of the shit will take care of itself. That's pretty cool. Now, That's did you really have cool. a routine? Oh, yeah. You hear about the starters. They have their routine. They do their thing. But as a reliever, do you have a routine, or is it just give me the ball and I'm going to go get outs? A lot of times it was give me the ball and I got to go get outs because you didn't have a whole lot of time. Right. Sure. You know, there was one game in, in uh, Colorado where I was with the Giants. Felipe Alou had forgot that uh, Dave Rigetti had already been out to talk to the pitcher. Well, Felipe didn't – no one was warming up. So Felipe, oh, no. Felipe goes to the mound for the second time. He's got to take the pitcher out. <laughs> right. No. So they're calling down there real fast and they're like, you know, who, who you know, and I, I literally, Mark Gardner answers the phone and he's like, Brower, you got to get up and get, you know, whatever. And, and I, he's like, I got to warm up. And I, I grabbed my glove and I, I yelled, I got this. And I ran in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Zero warm up pitches. Oh, no. no. Zero warm up pitches. Well, you I get eat, to the right? mound and Felipe was mumbling something. And I, I, I think it was Rich Aureli. He goes, were you even warming up? And I'm like, nope. I've been sitting there for eight innings. <laughs> it's freezing cold. Let's go. I throw my first warm-up pitch as hard as I can in front of, you know, 30,000, 40,000 fans. And I'm like, oh, my God, that hurt. <laughs> so I ended up throwing, like, six fastballs. And I tried to spin a slider. I don't remember how many pitches I really threw. And in my mind, I threw, like, two pitches and got the guy to pop up and walked off the mound thinking, Wow, that just happened. Oh, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wow. Um, but most of the time you had a little routine. I, you know, I, I was, I, I did once, once I, and I took what police act told me years before, you know, I took that to heart and thinking, all right, I'm going in to face Joey Cora. You know, I got to get him, you know, you got to be able to hit the fastball in because he's just going to slap some stuff to the right. Or yeah. if you miss middle, he's going to take you deep. You know, Joey's secret power like that. So you had to hit some fat, and I didn't pitch in a whole lot, but things like that, you'd kind of just start warming up to the to the uh, hitter you're about to face. And and the best part of it though was if you had a bullpen catcher like or bullpen coach like Mick Billmeyer, and I had some good ones, Mark Gardner and a couple other guys, and you know Lester nice. Strode in Chicago, but Billmeyer was by far the best because he'd stand there. First of all, he'd be telling jokes all game long. Yeah. He was hilarious, dude. The man's awesome. I love him to death. But then you get to the game, you get warming up. He's like, hey, most likely they're going to pitch this little son of a bitch. And that's what he called it. <laughs> he goes, they're going to pitch you this guy if you're facing this lefty. Are you going to face him? So I, I actually knew I was informed in the bullpen because of some things like that. So you change your routine a little bit. But, sure. you know, there was times where if you're the long guy in the pen, like a Durbin probably had a nice routine because usually they said, hey, you're going to have the fifth. And he got to warm up and, and, and get ready. And he had his nice routine because he was going three to – three innings probably you know my tired ass was just going to face one hitter <laughs> that, that's a good that's a good leeway because i was going to ask scott because like the phillies right now this year it seems like they're going to be going kind of with the uh uh yeah you know, uh you know kind of a committee a committee yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. i mean they got some they got some pretty good arms they, they they do, do. But like do, do you think that's taught? Like, I, I don't know. To me, like as an outsider looking in, you know, it's, I don't. I don't know if you know this, Scott, but I never pitched in a major league. So, um, but no. You, but you know, weird. Uh, isn't that weird? I know it's a shock really? to everybody. 
But, so uh, weird. That's why, even that's why I invited you here. Well. Damn it. Even though I'm a lefty, you know, I could have probably been a specialist. I thought you were an Eagles quarterback as well. What are you doing? Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they, some people mistake him for Joe Flacco. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't he look like Joe Flacco? Yeah. Oh, I see a little more Matt Ryan than I see Joe Flacco. Yeah, Matt Ryan, yeah. That's all right. Someone at work said I look like Peyton Manning. I'm like, fuck what? you. No. Peyton Manning's like 6'8". Yeah. I don't have a five head. <laughs> yeah, the five head, that's for sure. Head. You don't look like bonk. Yeah. But anyway, but I have a dick <laughs> like, like Nick Foles, yeah. so, you know. Uh, but anyway. There's the beers. Yeah, there it is. Roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Roof. Oh, man. Anyway. I forgot what the fuck. Yeah. I, now I remember. So... <laughs> Oh, was we it, got off. That's the first time off track all night. Yeah, it was. So, Scott, so like, was it? That's, is it because the Phillies are going going in a position where? It's, so it's, Scott, it's, I got a big dick now. Listen it, to my question. <laughs> <laughs> where it's it's pitcher by committee, closer by committee, setup man by committee. Yeah, that I mean, you think that's if, difficult? Like you're going to the ballpark every night, and you you don't know where you're pitching. Like I, I, to me, like on the outside of looking in, that's where I was kind of leading, alluding to. It's it's. I think it's really hard because, like in in the year in in Philadelphia, you know, we we all knew our roles. Yeah. If it it was fifth, sixth, seventh inning, is me Durbin Condry, maybe maybe more me Durbin, and then when it got to the eighth, seventh, and eighth, it was Madsen Romero right. and Lidge, and if there was a lefty that that. I did well against in the eighth. Romero pitched in the seventh. That was the only difference for us. Okay. Yeah. But but if you have the guys with the right temperament, like, you know, Kimbrell's been a closer, and who else did they sign? And Soto. The other Soto. two guys, Soto. You know, he's been a closer, and they all started as setup guys. Yeah. I think, honestly, it is harder because you don't know your role, but if you accept that you may pitch the seventh, eighth, or ninth, you just change your routine a little bit. And say I I'm I'm going or it's you right now. Let's go. If you're I, and it sounds weird, but you're supporting everybody, and they're behind you, and you kind of you kind of know that day when you might pitch. You, you know, I'm assuming they're going to say, hey, you know, you might be you might be setting up today, or I don't know how they're going to do it by by numbers most likely today with analytics and everything. Yeah. They'll be like, but I mean, if you got three guys that have been legit closers, you know, especially Kimbrel and um and Soto, yeah, then it makes it a little easier. Uh, especially now you don't have to worry about, you know, someone like me coming in facing one or two hitters and then bringing someone else in, which by the way, I'm all for the pitch clock and the new rules. And I don't really, into this at all. Yeah. but, but I'm not a fan of a, of a, it doesn't make the game any faster to make a reliever face three hitters. I agree. I really don't. Yeah, I really I don't that. think it, it makes it any faster. It takes an art from the game and like a left-handed specialist, the right-handed specialist. Yes. Well, it takes a little bit of strategy and the strategy manager, both sure. managers, yes. yeah. out of the game. And that that I like that chess game part of it. Yep. Um, but you know, it is what it is, and like I I like the pitch clock. I think the hitters are getting screwed Agreed. more than pitchers. I think so too. Um, so especially you, when you get someone like Scherzer holding the ball for twelve seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome. Oh man! But I'm not. I don't like. I never liked the shift because if I'm a pitcher, like I said, if I'm coming in, I'm up and I'm facing like a Luis Gonzalez, or I'm coming in, and I'm facing Ryan Howard, and for some reason Ryan one day just flicks one into left field, or through the third base line where nobody's standing anymore. That pisses me. That would piss me off. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like right. You know, because he did his job yeah. and I did my job. That should be an out. Right. But I also don't think they should have banned it. I you know, completely I don't, agree. I, agree. You wanna, I don't like the shift, but don't tell me I can't do it. You want to play seven guys yeah. in right field? Go ahead. Right. Like, exactly. Go ahead. If, yep. if, if Joey Gallo can't hit a ball to left field and you put all nine guys, well, yep. seven guys, you're right. Yep. 
you know, on the right side of second base and he uh -huh. makes an out and it hits 140 all year, yep. then figure out how to hit better. Right. right. Exactly. Right. But but I'm not a fan of, of – I do like the fact that – who is it that, that – was it the Yankees or the Braves or someone that brought their left fielder over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who was that? They said, no, we'll just mess your whole your whole system, but we'll do a shift like this. It was yeah. Tampa. Of course it was. It was yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Of course God. it was Tampa. Yeah. Of course it was Tampa. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, real quick, Scott, oh. if you ever had a bad night in Oof. Philadelphia – how much did you drink afterwards? Not even that. Not even. Not even that. It would be like who would who would come in and talk? Would would Charlie say anything to you, or would be the pitching? Was it Doobie? Or would it be even like a Chase Utley or Jimmy Rollins come in and just give you a pat on the ass and be like, "Hey, we all had bad nights." So you could look it up. In two thousand nine, there was a game against the Nationals. Yeah, I came in. We were up by three or maybe three runs, two or three runs, and I came in and faced the first batter was a righty. And then it was, uh, I believe, Adam Dunn, and cool. then a righty, and then Brian Johnson, oh, the yeah. old first baseman, and yeah. then a righty. Yeah. Well, I walked the righty, gave a homer to Dunn, walked the righty, gave a homer to Johnson, and walked the righty, <laughs> all before Charlie could even get somebody in the game. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Now, mind you, I'm going to tell you, the best part of the whole story is, Raul Ibanez hit a three-run homer the next inning, and I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have to talk to the media after the game yeah, yeah, yeah. because nobody remembered. But I got booed off the field deservedly, you yeah, know? Sure. Yeah. But Charlie was walking around the clubhouse after, and and he kind of walks by me, and he looks at me and goes, that wasn't very good tonight, was it? <laughs> you know, and I, I, thought, I thought, no. I said, no, you know what? That was freaking awful, Charlie. I felt like crap. Because I, you know, but I'm happy we won the game. Now, and he that, said, and he said something like, "Isn't that, a, isn't that what it's all about?" And I said, "Yeah." But the best part of the story now is the next day, I came in to face both lefties. There was no righty between them for some reason. I don't remember if Cole was pitching, and they've had the two lefties back to back, right. or if a righty was pitching and they yeah. put it, they took the left, the righty out. But he brought me in the next day. Now we, I don't remember the score. We could have been losing by six, or you know, who knows? But I got them both out. Okay. And the inning was over. I came in. There was one out, and I got them both out. And I got a standing ovation from everybody behind the dugout. Nice. <laughs> and I thought, you know, this is the coolest place ever because, they, you know, they boo you when you don't do your job. Rightfully so. And you they know, love sometimes you. Sometimes it can yeah. be a little harsh. I get it. But I got a huge ovation after I got the same two guys that hit bombs the night before out. And some of the media came over to ask me something. As soon as they got to my locker, I go, huh. Where were you guys last night when I sucked? Oh, <laughs> uh, and I one of the reporters. We're talking about Man, Man, Yeah, one of the reporters' name was Mandy Hausnick, and she was awesome. I, she was a really nice, nice reporter, sweet lady. She had a few kids now. I've talked to her on Facebook. She's doing awesome. Nice. No more reporting, but uh, you know she came. She just started laughing because she's the only one that came over the night before, and she go. I go. Well, what do you want to know? How bad I sucked or how bad I sucked? <laughs> now, is, there anything, is there anything you did the next day? And the only reason why I'm asking is because. I took my our family down. We went down when Bryce Harper was traded to the or signed with the Phillies, not traded. Obviously, okay, signed with the Phillies, and we went down and we were sitting out in right field and we saw Sean Doolittle out in mm. right field in the bullpen, and he had a really bad night the night before, and he was doing some mechanical stuff. And he was no, I didn't do anything. And he was throwing on air. No, and I was just curious if you did anything because he was doing some different stuff, and I was curious. If there was anything that you did the next day to kind of just figure things out, He's like no, ever. I'm I'm gonna be a smartass. I threw better pitches the next day. 
Yeah, good. No, no, no. I was nice. just curious because I saw. It's funny, like, because I, I think I faced Dunn probably 15 to 18 times because when he was in Cincinnati, and I don't know if he ever got a regular base hit off me. I think he had two home runs or maybe three, and he had a bunch of strikeouts when I walked him a couple times because the guy was, you know, yeah. a tough out. Yeah. You know, he'd strike yeah, out a great. lot, but he'd also walk 100 times and hit 40 homers. I mean, yeah. No, and I, I just, just threw. A, I, just I think I just threw a slider, slider that just didn't break much, and he hit a bomb. And then you know that Brian. Jo- I think it's Brian Johnson. I'm getting the name right, right? He played for the Yankees. Yeah, it was uh, a was nephew. He was a singer for ACDC. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, stop singing. What? We're singing terribly. Stop singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, I, I've met Brian Johnson. That's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Talk like this. No, do less of that. Yes. <laughs> um, no, you know what? I don't know. I don't. I didn't really change a whole lot. I was very superstitious. I did the same stuff every day. I, I, I just, you know, made better pitches the next day. Gotcha. But I think I was more, more excited in the pen warming up that Charlie was putting me back in the game because yeah. it was later in the season. It was later in the season, I believe. So he's putting me back in the game to face two guys who just took me deep the night before. You know, it's it's almost a sink or swim situation, and you know, it, I don't know. That's one of the things that people talked about. That I loved about Charlie is, you know, he didn't worry about what you did the day before. He basically said, "Oh well, today's a new day. Yeah. Go get him, kid." That's great. That's and great. he sat awesome. by my. He came to my locker after the game, and he said, "You know, that was a lot better, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember exactly what he said because it was probably hilarious. Because the man is just awesome. He's a wizard. Oh. Scott, was there was there a teammate? Uh, uh, maybe this is a tough question. Was there a teammate while you played, like, of any team that you played with that you just did not care for? Because, like, you – and the reason why I'm asking this is because you – That's like, tough. You know, I, I met you in person once. We've talked to you, I don't know, four or five times on this show. You're just yeah. such a – you just seem such like a down-to-earth, happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> you know, like, like go with the flow type of guy. Was there anybody – that just like I don't I don't really care for this guy. He kind of ticks me off, and you know whatever. Not really, because yeah. I, those I mean those kind of guys. I just didn't really interact with them. Yeah. Off the field or in the duck clubhouse, but you know during the game, and I think I heard someone say it. I might have been Barry Bonds actually about in him and Jeff Kent. Like when I first I got traded out there like a couple weeks after they got into the bench in the bench clearing. Uh, you know when they got in the in argument. The, yeah, the, when they were scrapping the dugout. the dugout. Yeah, that was right after I'd got there. You know, and I think someone described it, and I think it was Barry. Could have been, could have been Jeff Kent. I don't remember who said it, but he said, "You know, we don't have to like each other or talk to each other for God's sakes, except on the field. We're right. teammates. We it's support each teammates. other." And I did watch them. You know, I watched Barry hit a homer, and Jeff was one of the first guys there to high-five him in the dugout nice. and vice versa. Nice. You know, Jeff had a big three-run homer, I think, one of my first few games in San Francisco. I think we were actually in, in Pittsburgh on my first road trip with them, and he hit a freaking bomb to put us up, and Barry was one of the first guys at the step to high-five him. Nice. And, and someone said something about that. And, you know, that's I guess that's how I am. I, I There's not too many. I guess there's not too many people that I just really can't stand, and the people I really can't stand – Man, I freaking hate them. <laughs> uh, I'm just one of those. I just, I can't. I hate. There's, it's, and I know hate is such a strong word, but yeah. if if I don't like you, it's usually because you're a dick. It's like <laughs> yep. I, I, I'd right. like to think I'm pretty easy going, and Damn. I pretty much get along with everybody because I talk so much. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now wait a minute, Scott. Um, you, you mentioned San Francisco, and I want to talk about. One of the you don't maybe you don't even know this guy. He didn't even play that long, but you're on a baseball card with him, 
and he's got one oh, of my uh, favorite uh, names, Merkin Valdez. Merkin Valdez. He, he, he Valdez. Right off the bat, he said it. Merkin. I love yeah, because I got to share a card with Merck and Valdez. What the hell? You do. I mean, and you you know I what don't a, even understand the similarity. Why were two of us on the card you, together? You know what a Merkin is, right? I mean, what a Merkin is? Yeah. Oh God. Oh Nobody man. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, I know oh. a Merkin is. Oh, you guys, you got to look this up. It's the greatest. A Merkin is a pubic wig. <laughs> oh it, my it is, god! They literally used like prostitutes wore them to cover up their in their venereal diseases. wig, dude. Google it. Merkin is a pubic wig. I, my fantasy oh, team for I'm the longest the, time I'm on a the baseball card with Merkins. a pubic wig. You the are on a baseball card with a Merkin. The heart shaped Merkins. I'm on a. I'm on, a, I'm on a trophy life. and everything. No, I'm just enlightening. That's all. No, I don't think it's enlightening at all. Scott hates you now. He's never coming back on again. Lose my number. I mean, oh my god, that's so gross. It's so gross. Pubic wig. I still. So you know what the coolest part? Baseball car with a pubic wig. How does that feel? I like that. No, right? Oh, and I sign them all the time. Yes. Now you'll laugh every time you sign them. You know what's crazy? I still get fan mail. Nice. Hell yeah, How the hell do. do they know where I live? <laughs> hey, I've you never given your address to anybody. It's Matt's fault. It's your fault. No. <laughs> I got I got a piece of fan mail a month after I moved into my house in North Carolina. No way. Dude, yes. There's, I, there's, I'm, crazy, I you not. there's crazy databases out there. I've Good seen them God. because I'm not, I'm not interested in chasing that unless I ask somebody. Like, if I ask you on Twitter, hey, can I have your address? I want to send you yeah. a thing. Like, that's the way right, I'll do right, it. Like, right, right. But there are people that they, they have these crazy databases to do this. And like, oh, I mean, it's and it's great. They, like, they've reached out to me. Like, hey, here's so-and-so's address. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, that's my 20 more bucks for a pubic wig on your autograph. Yeah, I get I, it's so crazy. I get one to three pieces of mail a week. No kidding. Like, wow. like, oh, it's, it's kind of craziness. It like, is. what the it's hell? I don't think I got up. that much mail when yeah. I was playing. Yeah, right. Scott, about, you do. It's about to increase. You do realize that this show is now going to be called Merkin. <laughs> yeah, so. oh my God. Yep. It's, it's corner pub Merkin sports. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad I uh, I'm glad I you know brought that up, and we all learned something tonight. Yeah, yeah. I learned wig. something. I'm on a I'm on a card with a pubic wig. A pubic <laughs> wig. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. Oh I mean, my goodness. There's not there's not that many people can say that. I mean, you no. you're on a card with a pubic wig. You've signed a toilet seat. I mean, you're pretty much at the apex. You put a little, I'm, a I'm little at the apex. I am at the apex. That's right. <laughs> It doesn't get any lower. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's great. That is good living. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What did he say? His cheeks hurt. Like, just the, the oh, laugh and the smiling. <laughs> oh, that's too many. Cheeks. That's all the hoppy beers you guys drink. Yeah, that's true. Hey, so what was the beer of choice in the parade? Whatever people in the stands threw me. They told us they they told us not to bring beer on the on the floats. Right. Well, they, I I think I, I think um, Brett Myers went deaf when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but like there was people, you'd That's go by working. somebody and you'd look, look. I'd look at someone going. I'd look at someone drinking a Bud Light or something, and then and I'd put my hand out like like, hey, throw me one. People right. would throw them up all the time. That's Pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah, we tried to get we tried to get uh, Brett to call in tonight, uh, but he ignored me. I I don't know. He's working on his next hit country album, I guess. 
Um, he's probably yeah. He's probably doing another country album. Dude, yeah. I had Durbin on the line. We were he was going to call in, and he got his schedule confused. Oh. So we were going to have a uh, you know some some O eight chance. Durbin, with Durbin's you. awesome, man. He's Durbin's the best. One of my, Dur- yeah, he's one of my favorite. He's so. I don't want to say analytical because that's not, he's not numbered. Well, he is though. And he's all, he's huh. so mechanical. His kid's a stud, by the way. Nice. Yeah. That's his, awesome. uh, Cade, nice. Cade, Cade nice. threw a, I think Cade threw a perfect game in his like second or third varsity start. Damn. I hope I'm right when I say that, Chad, if he's listening or oh, if he cool. sees it, but that's awesome. Yeah. His son, Cade, who, who, uh, used to call my car the lightning queen car. Cause like <laughs> I had a, I had a CL 65 AMG in it. When you turned it on, it went. <laughs> and it, like, it almost sounded like there was a little water in the engine, and I would rev the engine all the time. And he's like, "Ching, ka-ching, ka-chow. <laughs> like, oh, awesome. And it's funny that you know, like he was a little kid back then, and now he's in high school. Yeah, right. So, yeah, how about yeah. it? Yeah. We're all getting <laughs> old. Oh my god! I can't believe it's been fifteen. I was thinking about that last night. Unbelievable. Yeah, fifteen years, it, man. Is it's it fifteen just, years? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did, I that means I only have... got five more years for a world, a twenty-year reunion, baby. Yeah, man. That's right. But That's so, right. It's funny about the the beer thing because I we asked Brett that same question: "What's your favorite beer?" And he said, "An open one." I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. His is an open, and doesn't even have to be cold. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. yeah I can believe that. Oh. I can believe that. Yeah. Have you guys seen some of his videos? They're hilarious. They are no, hilarious. They, they are good. Yoga They're, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes, yeah. Some, he makes some good my, stuff. My kids, one of my my oldest son one day, he goes, Dad. And I said, I, I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, so I was on YouTube or whatever he was on, Spotify. And he goes, Brett Myers is doing country music slash rap music slash I don't know what. But he was running around a farm in a, in overalls and no shirt on. Yeah. And I go, At least he had his overalls on, son. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. My, one of my kids, one of the kids in my high school team in Florida, it wasn't my son. It was one of the kids. I call. I always call them my kids. Right. Uh, but the kid, one of the kids was like, can I come up to this song? I go, no, you cannot. <laughs> oh, no. There's far too many bad words in the first six words. Right. I can't even edit that out. We're at an Episcopal school, by the way, in Florida. Oh, geez. Like, yeah, you can't come up to that song. No, no, pick something else. How, how's how's uh, Carolina treating you, brother? Dude, it is awesome here. Nice. It's been rain. It's rainy and cold all day today. But uh, the way it's been here, it is. And we're, I'm in Columbus, North Carolina, and I coach in South Carolina. So I'm literally I'm only four miles from the border. Yeah. So right. we, you know we 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 do both. But like I'll tell you what. Oh, on Tuesday night, last Tuesday, well, just this past Tuesday, I grew up in Utah. I played high school ball in Utah, and I played in Chicago, both Chicago's in April. You know, we had that playoff game in Colorado that was just god-awful cold. Yeah. Tuesday night, we played the team, and it was the coldest game I've ever been involved in. I swear, I had Damn. I had a shirt on, a long sleeve, like, uh, almost like a golf, like a golf pullover. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like a waffle print. It's supposed to be kind of warm. Yeah. Then I had a long sleeve red sweatshirt on over that. And then we have these long sleeve, like they have a, like a mock turtle, almost like a sweatshirt. Yep. That's short sleeve and kind of thick. Didn't matter. I was freezing. Still, man. Oh, the best part is I was wearing the, the camo long johns I bought for that said playoff game in Colorado. <laughs> nice. They're like 30 degree. Uh, oh, they're tested. You know, yeah. Or whatever. And the kids were saying something. I'm like, these are the greatest. This is the greatest thing I've ever bought in my life. And they're like, what? I go, these camo long johns. <laughs> I got johns. my legs are warm, but the rest of my body is numb. Oh, oh it's so cold. 
man. We're, but other than that, it's I love it up here. It's small. It's small town. It is a small town, but so you get a small town feel. But the high school kids I coach are there. We're really young this year. We only have two seniors, and mostly we have three starting freshmen, three starting sophomores, nice. and juniors. Nice. Yeah, I mean we're super young, and we're we're gonna be really good this year. We're gonna take our lumps. Uh, but they're super respectful, man. They play the game hard. That's great. You know, they don't talk smack to the other team, even when the other team's smock talking smack and being a bunch of idiots. Well, that's good. Uh, that's good coaching, then. I mean, well, that's you know, a big it's, part it's of not. It. Yeah, they they've been instilled that. You know, the coach that was here yeah. before, uh, for the for like seven or eight years before, he, he was here my first year, Coach Little, uh, and he, you know, he he expected the kids to play as hard as they could and be respectful, respect the game, and then Coach Henson, my boy. He took over, you know, the last year, and then this is his second year. And I remind him once in a while that I could be his dad because he's thirty and I'm fifty. Oh <laughs> man, 30. yeah. So you know, I remind him once in a while, but you know, he's learning <laughs> and he's, he's he's getting the kids motivated, and and we're looking forward. You know, hopefully we get a little better this year and win some games and surprise some people. But the next two, three, four years, we should be really good. So it's That's exciting. Awesome. That is exciting. Yeah. That's really cool. That is really cool. You know, when, when's your next time you're coming to Philly, man? Coming up this summer? I'm trying to come this summer, actually, because my wife, I'm not going to coach. I, I The last four years, I've coached the Collegiate Summer League down in down Florida. Florida, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to do it this year. I just don't enjoy spending six weeks away from my wife and the dogs. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, you know. Maybe I'd six like days, her. not I'm six kidding. weeks. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I found I found her June second, nineteen ninety five, and I'm not letting go. So you know, I, I you know the six My weeks man. apart is no fun. <laughs> My man, I throw that out there. Damn right. Uh-uh. You're getting <laughs> points. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's tri- sitting right next to you, isn't yeah. she? Hello, Mrs. Aaron. No, she's not. She's she's not here. She's a, she's probably. It's ten o'clock. She's probably already in bed sleeping. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you got we, we go to better. We go to bed early, except when I come house sitting, and I stay up till midnight watching TV like a degenerate. And watching dogs, you know, run around in circles. Yeah, the dog circles. was spinning in circles. You heard me a little while ago telling stop, and it was yeah. spinning. Now it's laying. Now it's laying in front of me sleeping. <laughs> and the other one, Scarlet, over there. She's like I said. She's fourteen or fifteen. I don't think she's moved since I got here. Man. I have to check, make sure she's breathing once in a while, like a, though. It's like a kid <laughs> just runs around and just tires itself out. Yeah. Oh right. yeah, it runs around so bad and then it just falls over. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> kind of like Gary. Where is Gary? Gary's on the beanbag. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, is he? I, no, I know. Know. he was. Is he he got up. Out? I'll jump out for Gary out? if he needs to come back. Did he pass out? No, he don't was. lose. Don't lose, Gary. No, <laughs> I think he's, he's out in the garage. Is he sleeping? Choking down some heaters. No, he was. He was laying there. If he's out in the garage, he might get lost. Yeah, you've been lost in that garage. I've been out in the garage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Did you ever have to cut down that tree? I did. I did. I did cut down that tree. Okay. Yeah, that was pandemic stuff. I uh, I took an axe to a, a giant swamp maple oh. in the backyard, uh, yeah. and I was posting it all over. And I I took two hundred swings with a sledge axe every single day. Oh Jesus! Wow. Like, and it took me like forty seven days yeah. to knock it down. Like it was. Notice, notice he said forty seven. I'm just saying. You're damn right. Now he's got those broad shoulders. Oh my two hundred times forty seven. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Was that I th- like ninety four hundred swings. It was uh, 90, it was something ridiculous, but I it, was, it is oh perfect that I said forty seven because. Now I know why he. He wears the uh, black and uh, red plaid brawny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh, oh, I, 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 I did have my good. relief room shirt on earlier today, by the way. Nice. Oh, the one I'm wearing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, the one you're wearing. I saw because I got on the Facebook page for a <laughs> nice. second. I saw you wearing it. Yes. And I was. That's why I said, "Can we Facetime?" But I, I, 
I got some. I spilled some uh, salsa on it, so I had to take it off. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I know. Usually, we uh, the last few times we've had you on virtually uh, a video, but because we're doing this remotely, you would have been. Yeah. Able, you would have been able to hear us. We would not have been able to hear you on the setup. So yeah. Um, Oh, well, we could just sign language, just hold the finger up the whole time. Yeah, Scott, I said forty-seven because the last one of the not not the last time, the last two years ago, I guess it was when I saw you was on my wife's forty-seventh birthday, forty-seventh yep. birthday, and Scott wore number forty-seven. So we're at at an event, and Scott's wearing. Well, we're at the Darren Dalton event. Yeah, that's right, the Darren yeah. Dalton, and and Scott's wearing his forty-seven jersey. And Cheryl's like, oh, you know, I was like, hey, it's Cheryl's birthday, and so I gave, so Scott gave her the jersey to wear, awesome. and Cheryl's like, oh, this is amazing. And then at like end of the night, she's like, here, here's your jersey. Thanks so much. That was so cool. We got great pictures. And Scott's like, no, 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 that's no, no, yours. That's, not, that's yours. That's yours. That's awesome. And it's and it's great. So the next day, so she comes home, she hangs it over. You know, we take she takes it off, hangs it over her chair. Next morning. I go and take that and put it on a hanger and go put it in my closet because I'm going to put it. I put it with my Mario Hollins game used jersey and all you know all this the, the ridiculous yeah, things Hollins. that I have. We had him you on know? the show. That's awesome. Yeah, we had Mary Hollins. Well, and and then and Cheryl goes, "The fuck are you doing? That's, that's mine." <laughs> she's like, "That's mine." She's like, "Scott gave that to me." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, yeah, right." Gotta wait, that girl, Cheryl. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, "Well, damn it, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl, Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's like, you can, you can check it out whenever you want here in my closet. I'm like, ah, yeah, ah, okay. <laughs> I, Scott, would it be weird if I went out and got myself an Air jersey? Scott Air jersey? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be hard to find. No, I can, I can get it. I can get it done. I can get it. You have that. Your best bet is to talk to Debbie Nacito. Deb's the best. the best. Oh, yeah, Debbie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Debbie's the best. Yeah. She really is. Debbie got me a hookup on the, the Wall of Fame night this past year when Ron Reed got inducted. Oh, yeah. And I got the velvet rope treatment. Like, I got walked into a into a back room, and she might get oh, mad at me for saying this. She really Privilege. is. But, dude, I walked back into a room, and it was like a couple of staffers, but then there was a bunch of people sitting around a table. And it was, oh. it was Greg Lazinski and Del Unser and Steve oh, Carlton awesome. and Ron Reed and another guy I didn't recognize. And I walked right past oh, Carlton because I didn't care about him. And I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to stay on brand, you know? Yeah, he's a starter. And, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, that guy started way yeah, He wasn't a reliever. Exactly, great, right. Greatest, greatest Phillies pitcher of all time. He's eh, self- him. You'd, have, you'd have to say Carlton was selfish because he didn't even let relievers pitch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yo, lefty, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you know? now, it makes, now it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, it was. I don't uh, think anybody's ever told. Well. Except for the guns that he struck out. Yeah. And it was great because then and Debbie walked me right to Ron Reed and tapped him on the shoulder and was like, this guy wants to meet you. And Ron Reed stopped his conversation and turned and oh, stood right up so and was cool. just like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, dude, I have a, your picture hanging in my bathroom. Yeah. And he's like, ha, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's the best part. When you tell people, yeah, you're hanging in my bathroom. Sweet, I couldn't make the hallway. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, right. That's pretty yeah. cool. I don't. I don't get in the man cave. Like, why am I in your shitter? I have. I have uh, Ron Reed's re- autograph. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was the best because then I, ex- I explained I explained to him what you know what I what I do with this, and he was just like, "Well, that's great," you know. And that that's the that's the thing. It's it being being unique that nobody you know everyone's going up to Carlton going, yeah. you know, you're you're lefty. You're you're the man. You know, you're after no, Koufax. No, it's yeah, like you, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. You know, and and yeah. so just the 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 pen men. I mean, that's the that's the way to go. 
Yeah, you're like, no, yeah. I, I have no interest in that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, sir, no interest. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Deb's the best, man. Go stay in the mountains, you weirdo. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hey, Matt, did you ever yeah. get hold of uh, – oh, God, I can't think of it. I just drew a blank. Uh, Warren. Out in California? Warren. Yeah, Bruce Star. Yeah, yeah. We we chatted a bunch. We uh we okay. texted back and forth. I never got a call. We never we never figured out a schedule with it. And then, you know, okay. things the way it worked and whatnot. I you know, I, I pumped the brakes on it. I didn't want to keep bugging them. Uh, uh but yeah, we lo- we had a little momentum there for a little bit and then and then lost it. But you know, that's I don't right. know if he I don't think he like he didn't come to fantasy camp this year. He with the COVID stuff still even being, you know, even remotely out around, he didn't go out because he's as he put it, one day in, in the first year we did uh, fantasy camp after COVID, like he was there and he's like, ah, you know, I'm all nervous. He's all nervous. And then yeah. he didn't want to really, because he's very susceptible, I guess, whatever. Well, he's getting a little older, too. Uh, he's in his yes. 70s. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what was what was cool, though, is just, is speaking of just talking to other, you know, relief room legends is uh when we were talking to wally richie earlier he he mentioned my love my love affair with tom hume and yep uh, yep and 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 then just, you know talking about his his you know me me begging for his glasses and whatnot so i mean wally might 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 put in a good word for me you know i still it still bothers me that i wish i'd known you like that i know tom hume lived in sarasota i know like right, I lived there for twenty six uh, years. Oh, you were right there. I know. The I timing. didn't know. I didn't. I never met him, so I didn't know. I, if I before I moved, I would have been like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> let's hook up a Philly connection. I got to get a pair of glasses." I need for your me, glasses, dude. right? Yeah. <laughs> can I go? Can I go? Yeah. Can I go in your bedroom for a second? Yeah. And just start searching through his yeah. Can I go through your drawers? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to lay in your bed. What side do you sleep on? <laughs> I mean, that's not weird, is it? <laughs> No, no, no. It's fairly normal in today's society. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, oh, making a mess. The first oh, lot, Jesus. The first no, no, it was You're ruining no, the relief room. Not a drop. Relax. It was saved. Not a drop. Not a drop. Toast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh fucking empty anyway. That's I'll tell you what, though. I got to make sure when I do come into Philadelphia, we got to come in on a Friday night so I can come in and have some beers with everybody in the, in the yes. damn right. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. That's yep. exactly right. Yeah, that'd be amazing, dude. Uh, yeah, and, and let's make can, it happen. And you can sign my sparkling new Scott Air jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, we could probably arrange that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be awesome. <clears throat> you have to make sure Durbin or somebody comes with you. I need somebody else's autograph on that toilet seat. Oh <laughs> man, I'm telling you. So basically, what he's trying to say is, you're not good enough. You need someone else too. Oh come on. That's no, like, I'm the ambassador. I got to bring first. the people. That's right. Scotty's my first. Man. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna need a bigger celebrity to get us oh, in the strip club. Scotty popped my cherry. Okay. That's right. We yeah. popped the bathroom cherry together. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I saw the pictures. That's kind of weird. <laughs> not weird to me. Weird is all relative, right? That's right. That's right. That's all questions the next day. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Scott, you already, you already saw how jealous I was. I sent you that little video tonight, so you know. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> Think weird. Wait. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. You just jealous. Hell? That's right. Yeah, the pillow. <laughs> Have a little pillow talk. Hey, Wait, you what'd you send me? Oh, the picture I of the... I that video. Me, we, we, on uh, the pillow. That pillow, you can adjust the whatever the things are. I don't know what they are. What are they called? I don't know what Pixels it's called, or, but I mean, yeah, if, 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 if you don't erase your face, if you don't have a pillow with a picture of yourself, oh, Sean, yeah, Sean, yeah, you sent me the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I said you're just jealous. Just jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Jealousy is a stinky <laughs> cologne, Sean. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> 
It is. Jealousy is jealousy is the sex panther cologne. That's right. Sixty yeah, percent of the time, it, it works. works it works time. all the time. Every time. I gotta oh tell you, God. that smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> it smells like, it smells a, like Bigfoot stick. How funny is that? How funny is that freaking movie, dude? That movie's gold. It is pure gold. I'll laugh. I'll, hey. I'll laugh. Yeah. Lay down, dog. I'm not going outside. I just stood up. I stood up, and the dog literally bounced up from laying in. And is laying on his side position and sprung up like, hey, let's go. I'm like, no, I just nope, stood up to nope. get me a new beer. I just stood up oh, to get a beer. Yeah. I was I was only quoting the anchor, man. Calm down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Bark twice if you're I in love, the water. I love Bark lamp. twice if you're in the water. <laughs> I love that's lamp. Right. I'm not even mad. I'm actually, that's actually oh, I'm impressive. impressed. You ate, you ate a whole wheel of cheese. You ate a whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> 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 Seriously, Steve Carell, that's, that's, that's just, probably that's one just of a... my favorite Steve Carell things. Are you just looking around the room saying things you love? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. I love lamp. Yeah. I love <laughs> lamp. I love. He's, I love he's smelling burnt mayonnaise on the toaster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> years later, scientists. Also... Oh, <laughs> you know, Scott. What's great is we're standing out here in what I now call the locker room, and guys are taking a break from the show and just running in to use the relief room. I love yeah, it. Yeah. How cool is that? Right? Yeah. yeah. Man, don't don't get any on my signature. Oh, I should. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's an awful long spray. Oh wait, that wasn't pee. I'm oh. sorry. Oh no! <laughs> Did you taint the relief room? That, oh man, his secret's out. There's only there's only two reliefs you He's, can have in there. Okay? He, went in, he went in and seen your picture, Scott. And that made that very clear before we came that, in. That's right. Yeah. You're two. Not you can three. relieve yourself in two ways in there, not three. That's right. Number one, is that, number yeah, two? Yeah, is that what you said? I said that. Yeah. You said that? Yeah. I, I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that part. That was before we. Were, that was before we were on. Yeah. That's before you were on the on camera, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but Scott, dude, this is uh, this is awesome. Yeah, this is really awesome of you to you guys, you know, all you guys to call in. Oh, tonight. hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, the least of you for you to call in, but everyone I, th- I think there. I I think I've told Sean before, it's pretty sad that I basically see almost all your guys' Friday shows because I don't go anywhere. It's pretty uh, sad that the first thing I do on Friday night is roll over and go. Hey, I wonder what the guys are talking about today on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. yeah, right. And tonight, it's, it's wild, man, because, like, you know, this week, I, I don't know if you followed it, but, like, for the Eagles, man, this was a huge week for the Eagles. I mean, they made huge, you know, major sign-ins and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, nope, this is a <laughs> base. put that all aside to talk to you, yep, Scott. How's that wait, so wait, follow? what happened in Philly this week? I haven't actually watched sports all week. Uh, I've been like, super busy with my son's been home from college, so we've been disc golfing. So going to Chinese or going to sushi places nice. 45 minutes away. Nice. Like, I haven't watched anything. So they their offense is basically remaining intact except for Miles Sanders. He's gone. Yeah, they, but they got Rashad ooh, Penny. They, Rash- they signed Rashad Penny from Seattle. Their defense has completely – you know, you're thinking, oh, my God, they're going to lose all these guys. It started off the first – the very first sign in Javon Hargrave went to San Fran. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He? I'm sorry. T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards. Oh, Edwards. Okay. Then, then Hargrave goes to San Fran. Like, oh no. And then this isn't good. And then oh, they're cutting Darius Slay. And then they keep Slay. They sign James Bradbury. He stays. So like, they 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 uh they're remaining. They're remain. They're trying their best to remain intact. Um, they still have to sign their safety. Uh, here's the beauty. C.J. 
Garner Johnson. We have yeah. the best quarterback okay. in the NFC, and all the great quarterbacks are in the AFC. So we're going to have to play defense in February. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah. point. Yeah. I like it. I like oh, it. They, they, did keep, they did keep Slay? They, they, so they – to like, cut them, the team. No, they. No, they it. were going to cut them. They were now, going to cut. There was reports, quote unquote, reports that they were going to cut them, and they never did. And then all of a sudden, what? like late night, it was like, oh, you know, actually, I follow his wife on Twitter, and she's like, we staying. I was, we staying. I was just going to say his wife probably had something to do with it because she's all over Twitter. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, we staying. And then all of a sudden, everyone ran with it. Oh, they're, so they're what are you trying staying. to say? It was her decision. No. Yeah, Mo, I'm saying it probably was. No, we probably was. I wouldn't mess with that woman. She said, "She said, Darius, we ain't leaving Philly." Well, I'm glad Work she's shit out. Yeah, she's, she's a good-looking lady. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, yeah I, I don't think I don't think I'd I don't think I'd mess with Miss Slay. No, so nah. it was for a selfish reason. I'm glad. Uh, never mind. I don't want to share it. That's all right. For a selfish reason, I'm glad he's staying because the weekend before last weekend, I I, I did like a little uh, poll. Uh, uh, not a poll, Jesus Christ, a drawing, a free drawing, right? I won, like, a freaking giant picture of Darius Slay running back at a touchdown, and he autographed Ooh. it, right? I'm like, oh, that's cool. always about you. I know, but I'm, I'm like, it's oh, not man. It's about you. But no, no. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about your no, picture but here's the Darius thing. Slay wasn't an eagle anymore? But here's the thing. I get it, and the first thing I went, well, he's gone. I'm like, he's not staying, right? I'm like, this sucks. And the cool thing is, it was in Denver. The picture is from Denver. I was at that game Aww. in Denver. And I'm like, damn, this is so cool. I'm like, but he's not going to be here. And I'm like, Dwight, hang it up. And now he's staying. Now I don't feel so bad. So it is about me. So fuck you. Yeah. Great story. Yeah, thanks. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, don't be bringing up the Denver losses, okay? I'm a Bronco fan. Yeah. Oh, I hate Russell Wilson. Yeah, well, it was before that. It was when Bridgewater was a quarterback late, the, the year before. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, that did not Sean work Payton. out well for. No, all right, yeah, good. you're all right, Scott. They got Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited about that. I just don't. Up. He's gonna put. I just Russell don't. Wilson I'm just not place. a huge fan of. Uh, of uh, I Russell about Wilson. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're a Broncos fan. I mean, anybody that shows up to their first, their first practice in their own workout or on their own jersey. It's yeah. kind of weird to me. Yeah, 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 yeah but Sean Payton shut that down. He shut down his own private. Yeah, his own private yeah, office. Yeah, he he's on it. Like he, he had knows. an office. He had an office on the second floor with all like that the the executives and shit. Like outside that's of weird. the players. Oh yes, that was like that's Bogus. weird. Yeah. Wow, that's Bro, yeah, that was pretty good. Who did that? That was pretty Bogus. good. Yeah, I heard that. That was me, pal. Uh, that was yeah. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's visceral. Who it comes dropped from the? Who dropped the Revenge of the Nerds? I did. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my boy Kenny. Like... <laughs> the greatest scene in that whole movie yeah, is the little. Is yeah. is the is the guy riding the oh, I can't remember his name the Asian guy riding the little tricycle around? <laughs> oh, right. he, was in, he was in uh, police Scott, academy. He Scott, was. Scott, you're not allowed to say Asian anymore. It's Oriental. It's Oriental. <laughs> no, that's accurate. That's oh, that's inaccurate. Right. That's, that's, that's backwards. Well, when that movie came out, I could call him Asian. So that, that's right. That's okay. But I forget his name, and I, he was uh, he was in a bunch of other movies, but he that was uh, hilarious. Yeah, he was in Police Academy 3. He was uh, yes. Tamaka. Nice, dude. Tamaka. Tamaka. Oh, oh, my God. Here, and he baby. got kicked out of the nice uh, Commandant, uh, the other academy, and he got sent to uh, Commandant Mausers, and he kicked him out. Because <laughs> Why do you know guys? so wow. much about, so much about oh, Police Academy? Kenny, you can't. How about Short Round? From oh, Indiana Jones yeah, winning yeah, the Oscars Jones. or whatever. Oh, Indy, Indy, come of your heart. That was huge. That was well done. Dude. Well done. How, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't seen that movie yet or anything, but 
How awesome is that story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How short crazy round. That Steven Spielberg did it. Very he cool. At him. Oh, very cool. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, uh, yeah. the Oscars? You mean? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear him? Did you hear him yeah. tell the story about like 25 years later or something? He was somewhere and Harrison Ford was in a room and he's kind of standing there and he looked and he goes and I saw Harrison Ford over there and he kind of looked at me and he get and he goes he goes Harrison Ford gave me that look like like that like that death stare like. Don't you come over here. Don't you talk to me. I don't know who you are. <laughs> and he kind of looked at him as he got closer and he goes, short round? And he said, yes. And then he ran and gave him a big, I thought that was the coolest shit ever. <laughs> well, he wasn't sure because he's like, you all look the same. So I'm not sure if you were him or not. <laughs> See, Sean. See, Sean, you can't do that. <laughs> sure you can. It's, it's like in the Big Lebowski. And dude, please, the preferred nomenclature is Asian American. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. exactly it. Yeah, exactly. We're not talking about the people that built the fucking railroads here, Walter. We're talking That's about right, the guy Walter. that pissed on my rug. By the way, by the way, by the way, you're going to appreciate this. April 16th, one night only. Big Lebowski is um, back in the theaters for the 25th anniversary. That's money. That yes, it is. All across so America. Friday night. It, was, it was just the 25th anniversary recently. I went to the store to buy to buy some cream to make some white Russians. Cheryl and I were crushing white Russians. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Oh, you're, not to, you're not allowed to say white Russians anymore. Oh, I can't call it. The, the dude. <laughs> the dude. The bods. Yeah. Yeah. The dude. That's a Christmas tradition. It's the light You're color. damn right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pure gold. What do you mean you can't say white Russians? It's yeah, the light colored <laughs> Russians. No, no, you're not the same anymore. It's yeah. the... the ones without the tans. It's the ones you can't, you can't say anything anymore nowadays. The drinks without the tans. But I yeah. have pictures tans, of you right. sitting there like Walter at the coffee table. That's what it's called I'm now. The drinks without coffee. the tans. I'm, I'm finishing my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I do have pictures uh, of me dressed like that. I had like guys, I had guys face down in Nam. I'm, I'm finishing my fucking That's coffee. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's like, what the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta cut this shit. Off. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We're time. It's time. We're, we're yeah. starting to get. We're starting to get a little uh, punchy. Um, but Scott, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna let Matt close the show out. Yeah, Scotty. Thanks so much, man. This was uh, this was uh, the, the perfect uh, the, the perfect icing on top of the cake, man. Thanks so much for calling in. And not white no. ice, white, white icing. It's non. It's the light colored icing. Yeah, that's right. Icing. That's right. It's just icing. Appreciate. We got white icing. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if so it's that's your, no, 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 that's on your Cal- toilet seat. That's on the toilet Carolina, seat. You can get away with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From seat. from Terry Adams to Wally Ritchie to the world fucking champion Scott Air. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> for calling in Hell and yeah. topping this off. I mean, St. Patrick's Day in the relief room with you guys. Like this was awesome. And thank Shit, you. I forgot. I forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. I did wear. I didn't wear any green today. Nobody pinched me. Nobody uh, pinched me. Not yet. Why didn't the Phillies <laughs> wear the green jerseys today? It's, it's, uh, it's because a, it's a contract not, thing. It's a contract. They yeah. can only have so many jerseys. Yeah, of a it's color. nonsense. So that's why they wear the hat and the socks, but not the jersey. Stupid. Mm. Yeah. It's spring training. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Right? Yeah, but they're, but it's, it's become such a machine now that it's all about the dough. So. Uh, it's MLB yeah. and their stupid-ass rules. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. right. Exactly right. Fucking Manfred. But, but, brother, thank you for calling in again. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, when you're up here, man, you know where you're coming. We'll go disc golfing. We'll go, uh, we'll hang out at the relief room. We'll hang out at the pool. I love all of these things. Yeah. Yeah, man. And we got to mix in the game there, too. Yeah, that's a damn fact. We'll, we'll make, we'll, we'll make sure Debbie sets up the tickets. Was that? <laughs> Good shit. Scotty, thanks, pal. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Be see good. you, pal. Later, thanks buddy. So much, Scott. Scotty Air joining the show. That was cool, man. That was awesome. Uh, hey, 
Matt, this was um, this was an absolute blast. It was a sir. pleasure. This right. did not yeah. suck. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm this was awesome. I got to be a no, part of it. Yeah, you know man, I mean? me too. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining. Definitely, Ken. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. And, and uh, Gary, thanks for joining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is awesome, man. You know, we, we actually did a virtual tour for those who uh, viewed it live. If you missed it live, yeah. Um, I mean, I know we're in the locker room right outside of the relief room, but it, it really, if you come see it, they're you know. It's, uh, it's so we, close. It's, we can't we can't all fit in there. So this was close enough. We could. It would just be weird. It'd be really weird. Yeah, There'd be lots of lap stuff and. Come on, ride the train. I mean, and ride it. it. it so like, <laughs> so again, it's a singing podcast here. Yeah, clearly, this is, is the third or fourth this, time. This is what we the worst yeah. is that he joined in. Yeah, I know, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just knew it. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, guys. I got the treble. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The Sixers won one twenty-one to eighty-two. Yeah, it was a half. Yeah, like what you half, saw where they like, were playing, oh half the guys were having a stroke on that court. Oh like, they couldn't God. walk. At halftime, uh, it was almost tied. Man. That's not even That's not even a contest. That's crazy. Well, Charlotte's one of the worst teams. In- uh, should, anyway. we, should we do a quick while you were drunk? Oh, very quick while you are drunk? Just stories, that, stories that happened. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to – I can't – I don't have the thing. But just real quick. Uh, Bud Grant passed away this past week. Uh, Vikings coach, longtime Vikings coach, Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. You know, obviously we have uh, you know a bunch of free agent moves. Yeah, we'll so, get into yeah, we'll that, that next week. So I'll skip that. Danny Barrere's son. Oh <laughs> yeah, about that. Things happen, man. You're young. Yeah, and you're and dude. You thank you. Yeah. Ken, thank you. Like, so his son Carson got caught on video at a club pushing a wheelchair down the steps. The girl was carried down the steps to go to the bathroom, and someone put and and his son was caught on camera sitting in it, she stood up and pushed it down the chair. Huh? She wasn't in the wheelchair. She wasn't in the wheelchair. Nah, was it was a bad decision. He should no, he have didn't, done it. He didn't push you know. the wheelchair down with the girl in it. No. No. He didn't do that. He threw the wheelchair down the steps. It was just a bad move. It was Right. We've shame. all been 21, right? Like, everyone, like, because Twitter's so, ah, oh, this is despicable. Every single person who's on Twitter and every one of us in this room has done something they regret and has done something yep. stupid where you're like, man, I was kind of fucked up. Like, Mike. We poured, you know, paint thinner on someone's brand new car. No, he deserved it. See, but the, the girl. <laughs> no, the girl didn't deserve right, it. That's so, a totally different yeah, situation. Different. That's different. See, is it? But it was still stupid. No, you saw what? But if you, we you still caused damage to something. You but know I don't I mean? regret it. But if he deserved it, it's different. All right. Well, then, fuck you, Mike. So yeah, it's a different nah, scenario. In, in, All this, right. in this situation, like the night, it's, the, the night of the 2017 Super Bowl, that dude deserved it. Yeah, he deserved. But it. in so, this situation, right. it's a situation where you know your dad's now the acting GM. You got to have a better head on your shoulders. You got to have a low profile. You got to do your thing. It was a you're bad a kid move. You're like, a kid. Even at twenty one, yeah. you're a kid, but you still have to know that that shit's not good to do. But everyone, but the other thing too. Like, I'm just glad there weren't cameras when I was twenty one years old. Sure. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, th- th- it's just. I knew your dad wasn't yeah. a GM of a. But that still doesn't matter. Do the right He's thing. He's a GM of something. Are. But here's the thing. Do the right thing when people aren't looking. In the end, that's, that's what you it. have to do. Right. That's it. That's what I do every day. Damn right. Yeah. yeah Steve Jobs well, tells you to. I didn't. I do. When I was 21, I didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did the right thing. No, sure. Not even, Ask your sister. That's so unjust. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect way to end it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Mic uh, drop. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll I guess there's no more why you were drunk. <laughs> Now there, now there are two more. I'm done. No, 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 no. Next it. week, we'll see you guys next week. 
Corner Plus Sports says, see you next Friday. It's been fun. From the relief room, follow yes. at the relief the room relief on Twitter. Room. That's this right. A blast. Thank you, Scott. Thank, thank you. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank on Terry everybody. Terry and Wally and, and the Wally relief Ritchie room and, and all of that. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you, guys. See you guys next week. Cheers. Yep.